Yo, what's good? We are back. Episode number 168, the Damage Per Second Podcast. I am your host, your host, Slow Mo Backslap. I almost called myself Gamer Forte. Good grief. I am not Gamer Forte. Because Gamer Forte has been dropping videos, and that's not me so far as of as this week. Um, Gamer Forte is over there. What's up, man? What's up, though, man? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I could share the name with you for a little while. You know, it's uh, you know, I don't you know sound a little. Play. I probably should have said something before we we like, uh got started. No, your your mic sounds weird. What do you mean and there's and there's weird? an echo. What do you mean it sounds weird? Your mic sounds weird, man. It's not, it doesn't sound like your usual mic. Okay, yeah, and and Big Mike says you got feedback as well. Yeah. I probably should have said that before we got started. Yeah, there we go. That's that sounds like your usual. What about what about now? Five hundred dollar mic. Yeah, you good. You good now? It's, oh yeah. It, for some reason, it defaulted to my headphones. Oh, that's why it was coming through my headphones for some reason. Oh my gosh, that's like the, that. Your headphone mic is 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 yeah, it's horrendous. Same thing. It's the same what you got. But what what, what headphones? Still I'm serious. using. Yeah, I'm not using those. I'm using the uh, Sony end zones earbuds. Yeah, those, those are even worse, probably. <laughs> probably, but no one will ever know because I don't use the microphone. And <laughs> yeah, just, just, just hope one day that your Discord doesn't default to default settings and pick up your headphones. Well, hasn't happened yet. Probably because I checked that beforehand. Anywho. Well, I appreciate you telling me that... Um, you know, I wasn't sounding like my amazing, glorious self. Yeah, I didn't say all that. I just say you didn't sound like oh, you, you had you were using a five hundred dollar microphone. Dude, there is a so there is a there is a collab that's going to be coming that I took place. I took a part of. I can't wait for the community to see it. It's pretty funny. A collab. Yeah. A collab. You 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 can't talk about who was with so you just dropping hints on things that you're not going to yeah. expound no, upon. I, no, because I don't know when they're going to drop it, and um, it was it was it it, it was it, it was fun, and I I hope to do it more. I had fun doing it with them. So okay, I, I hope it's with somebody I like. It is. You know you know you know, you know I don't like many people. So nah, you like a lot of people. You just are jaded towards a lot of people. That means I don't like them. I tolerate no, them. You, you, well, exactly. He's like, yeah, I just tolerate them, but I don't really like them. I just put on this. I put on this quote unquote persona. Uh, oh no, I don't put on any persona whatsoever. I think most people uh, know that I, they, they they're just tolerated. They're just oh. But, but most people understand that. Any, anyhow, uh, let, let's let's get into the Big show. Mike said, Big Mike said you just need to get a per, a, a proper mic. He said, uh, "Bro, you all need is what he said." So uh, he was talking. He was adding you in there. Well, My mic before, is just fine. Guess what? That was before we had to switch over to. You know, I had to switch over to what the the God Himself graced me to be able to afford this beautiful mic that I'm sitting in right now. It's a great mic, man. You should, you should pony up for it. I'm good. 
I'm good. I mean, there's a lot of ponying going on though, but okay. Yeah, yeah, I don't pony anything. <laughs> what? That is not a horse. That was not. A, I don't know what that was. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's see. Shout out to Big Mike in the chat. Rails there, double O. Mickey dies a lot. Spider thirteen, Blade X, the great B Rich, and yeah, thank. Appreciate you guys for coming through. You guys, uh, you guys are awesome. Hope you guys are having a fine Thursday night. Feeling all right. And uh, we're going to get into the show, man. Forte, what, what you been up to, man? What you been doing? Besides uh, the videos you've been dropping. Uh, well, like you said, video making. Um, was working with um, working with somebody on a video yesterday uh, that will come out on their channel. That's why That's why I wasn't on, um, on BRAP last night. I was just listening to y'all while we were doing that recording. Not recording, but editing and stuff. And... I saw the judge. Shout out to Cognito was on there with y'all. That was a good conversation that y'all were having. Yeah, it was a good show. Outside of that, I jumped back into dude. I haven't. I didn't realize that I haven't played Battlefield in like a week and a half, almost two weeks. So I jumped in and played like. Yeah, you've been caught playing Call of Duty with me. Well, yeah, I've been having fun with you. And then I realized, and then when I jumped into the game and realized, I was like. This is a way better game than Call of Duty. Uh, I don't know about that. No. Don't know about no, that. You ain't got the I movement. Have, no, yeah. it, no, I don't have to worry about people doing stupid things in that game, like shooting my pinky toe and I'm dying or oh. quick scoping somebody where it makes absolutely no sense. And I don't see as many cheaters in Battlefield. I understand that Call of Duty is a more popular game, but I still I mean, it's still cheaters in there. Yeah, there are, and I do see them every once in a while. But I feel like I see them all the time in Call of Duty. All I think the it's the popularity. It's the popularity. It is the popularity that, of the game. That, that and makes guess it what? And, and guess what? I guarantee you, if they <laughs> if they took a if they took a if they took a um, a survey of all the people that cheat in games i guarantee you they'll say call of duty is the one they cheated the most if they actually get, get caught yeah there's more chronos maxes and zins and and matrixes hooked up to people's controllers what's the matrix it's uh what? it's like the it's like the um it's like a zen but it has the it has like four inputs on it so you can like hook up four controllers to one input and you can have a keyboard a mouse a keyboard and wow. mouse a controller uh and other inputs hidden to the other one and they all read as one so you can switch between each of them simultaneously huh yeah it's ridiculous they, bro wh- what like yeah, what it's yeah. just like they come up with something every like every other week. Like I, I I thought I was at least aware of all the different ways that people cheat in these games. Um you know, shout out to Taz man. as well. I mean, you know, you me and Taz have been playing Call of Duty and I feel like every night of the night we're like clipping some dude blatantly cheating. Like it's so blatant. It's like it's like, come on, that's not even remotely possible by a human being <laughs> but it, it is what it is man i i, I i'm kind of 
resolved myself to just accept it. I don't understand how you even deal with it, bro. I can't. I just accept it, man. No, but see, that's the thing. I stopped accepting it a long time ago. But you can't do nothing about it. It's not like you can be like. I just don't. No, no, no. You, you, you can't. Like, there's cheating in every competitive game. Everyone yeah, that name name one is cheating in it. It's like you yes. can't avoid it. Yes, dude. I love this. Is the thing I love. Like, and, and, and we talked about this. I love Destiny's multiplayer. I love the gunplay. I love the gameplay. I love all of it. But I, I got tired of playing just PVE because the PVP part of it was so toxic. Because every I felt like everybody was cheating. It felt like always was something going on that shouldn't have been going on. So I just decided not to go in there and play. And guess what? Into your 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 you know your enjoyment, me not playing PvP took the variety away from me because I didn't have something to go do that kind of broke up the monotony of playing PvE content. Uh, content. How was so, that my enjoyment? Because you you are happy that I don't play Destiny anymore. It's like oh yeah oh, okay yeah yeah that's true. That's true. You're yeah. happy. I, see, I'm happy key, for though. you. I'm happy for you because it was see, it was it was bad for you. It was it was it was very yeah, but, hurtful. No, it wasn't bad for me, but it was just a simple fact that that game I, hurt I love for you. I loved everything about that game. But then when they started, when the cheating got out of control, and I didn't want to play PvP, I just put the game down, and I put that game down, and it was one of my favorite games of all time. But you can see consistently and continually want to deal with call of duty and the people that run around with zims wait it's it's because i it's i still do I, because you yes because i still dominate despite no. the cheaters that's no, why yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> I, 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 and i won't take that away from you but i have this mental block where i feel like i just can't get better because because the moment i take a well, the moment someone does this a stupid thing and one shots me in my pinky toe when they look like they're running on walls and stuff it's like disheartening in that game but I play it because I love you and I love playing with you and Taz. So that's the only reason. So, so listen, just to know, just know that it's, it's, it's a lot of reluctancy that I play that game because I can't stand the Call of Duty gameplay. It's like, it used to be fun, but now that everybody is, the way that people play just makes it super not fun to me anymore. I don't know. Yeah. It's not fun. But um, I'll still keep playing it because I still have games where I can go off and once well, I focus in. Um, I'm Lucius Augustus in the chat. Shout out to Lucius who was uh, with us last week um, um, on on episode 167. He says, play more finals, Forte. Um, Lucius, I would say there are cheaters in the finals as well. Um, as well as uh uh the devs not being able to figure out you know where <laughs> i feel like every time they do an update they change the controller settings it's just like bro well, can that's, I... that's what i'm waiting for i wait for them to have a consistent <laughs> update for that game where i don't feel like when i turn it on the next day it's a completely different setup but the game's fun though i will i will i will definitely say that that, that game is really really fun um i'm showing some um I'm showing some some gameplay real quick. Some housekeeping. I apologize on me not doing another stream of Final Fantasy VII Remake uh, oh. recently. Hey, stop it. I oh. will do one tomorrow and um, 
hopefully one each day this weekend to get that finished out and to get into it. I could do intermission and probably one stream because mm-hmm. it's like a the, I think the quickest you could beat intermission is like three hours. So if I can do that, then I'll be all have it all completed for the series on the DPS channel. But mm-hmm. I know I've said this before, so look, look, just just bear with me. I'm I'm I'm, I'm working on it. But um, the reason why I am showing Borderlands gameplay is because I probably would get um, demonetized if I showed the Borderlands trailer that came out yesterday. Forte, did you see the Borderlands movie trailer? I did see it, and I and I and I almost threw up. <laughs> I was like, "What is this?" I was like, "How did we get to this?" Uh, look, I, was like, look. How, I was like, "How did we take one of the greatest, <laughs> one of the greatest <laughs> loot and grind games ever?" And and melt it down to this <laughs> how did we do how did it get to this point slow-mo it, it's it's wor- it's bad bro i was like yo this ain't it <laughs> oh man yo it you know Randy <laughs> fisher had everything to do with this <laughs> <laughs> oh man good, because if it was good <laughs> everybody would be clueless right now like what's really going on randy must not have nothing to do with borderlands anymore because ever since borderlands 2 he hasn't been he's been, he been trying to find a missing formula he, well he's, no, not, he's he i think he has been the i think he has been the reason why the series has gone down because the dude's kind of he's kind of he's kind of out there i feel like a lot uh, is only so much of him that people can take and, and like their turnover. Years old now, I don't know how old, old he is, no, I, but but uh, he's too old for reality, his. He, that's what he is. He, he he too too old to be doing magic tricks on 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 the oh. stage and stuff. That's what he's too old Man. for. But look, the the issue is that um, I think Randy has, and this goes not this goes for the whole Borderlands IP. I think that the IP has been damaged severely due to high turnover with a lot of the the really great talent that they had there and um i don't know man like i i, I don't know if it's recoverable for them i don't know how borderlands 4 is going to turn out i don't even know what it's going to look i look like considering how tiny tina wonderland turned out which i didn't particularly care for but the back to this movie um i was immediately like nah fam when uh <laughs> i was immediately like nah fam when um uh look i like kate blanchett okay i think she's an awesome actress and i think she, her her amazing. her her resume is impeccable but she is also twice the age of the character that she's playing and when mm-hmm. she when, and when she said that line at the very beginning of the trailer i hate this planet I heard all of the 60 some years or whatever how old age she is coming out. I was just like, yo, like Lilith is 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 not this old. Lilith is in like her no. 20s. And it's just Kevin Hart is trying to play uh, uh, a more like stoic character. And that's just not him. You know, he, 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 in most movies, he just plays himself. And I just, I don't know. I don't know. He it's, um, short. 
well, Roland is not that Roland right. Is yeah. not short. Roland that isn't short. short at all. It's just like it's the biggest miscat. The only the only good casting is Jack Black is is Claptrap. That's the only good casting. Yeah. And 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 look, he he's nailing his part. Like I I thought I I laughed and in, in in the trailer with the whole bullets, you know, and and everything. And I thought that was uh that thought was pretty funny, but I I think um. It's it's gonna be a big miss. It's gonna be a massive, massive miss. It looks like um, it looks it looks like Mad Max going wrong. That's what it looks yeah. like. Yeah. It's bad. <laughs> listen, I'm just the only thing that I will say is at least they haven't desecrated the the the, the remains of Borderlands 2. If they gonna do it, do it to Borderlands One because Borderlands Two. If this was, if that was Maya that they did that to, I have a huge problem. Then I'd be like, bro, we got to make sure that woman is perfect. We got to make sure who cast for her is perfect. You know, God rest her soul because she died at the at the end of one of the other ones. But spoilers. If it was Borderlands Two. Yeah, spoilers. But if um if this was Borderlands Two, I probably would be even more upset if they did something like this. But since it's Borderlands One. I'm like, okay. I mean, I like but it's, it's not even the full cast for Borderlands. So, like, where's Mordecai? Where's, where's Brick? Where, Instead where's of Mordecai and Brick, they got they got Krieg the Psycho in it, and it's like, all right. I mean, putting, uh, his uh, to put um, what's the bird's name? Deathwing. I forget the name of the word. The bird. Bloodwing. 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 Yeah. So they have a way of having Bloodwing in there. So that's why they didn't bring Mordecai. Nah. Well, I mean, just the bird. I mean, yeah, just it's just the bird, CGI, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're gonna have to considering Bloodwing is a part was a part of his his uh, his ultimate. His so ultimate, like, yeah. Oh, man, man, uh, Dorian Gray, don't don't don't, don't don't give me hope. Hold on, Dorian Gray, don't give me hope. The rumors they're bringing Maya back. I don't. First of all, it wouldn't make any sense. The, how how she died to bring her back and and I just like that that's my favorite Borderlands character. How they killed her. It was it was pretty dumb. It's, it's, it, like, look the, the entire story for Borderlands Three is pretty dumb. I saw, I, it's, I it's terrible. Stopped. You want to hear the truth here? I never said this. After they after she died, I stopped playing the game. I know, I know. You, you're not alone. A lot of people did that. I, a lot of people stopped I playing after that. Literally stopped playing. I was like, bro, you literally took my favorite siren and killed her. I'm like, no, I'm done. I, I didn't want to play no more. I didn't want to play no more, and I stopped playing. I understand. Uh, she looked so good <laughs> with that with that hood on too. She she was she was gorgeous. But um, yeah, man, that this this ain't it, man. I. I like the. the did did they have a I, release date? I didn't notice. You know, not that uh, I care. I'm, I'm probably. This is definitely be, is going to be one of those when it shows up on Paramount Plus slash Hulu slash Netflix slash name your favorite streaming service. No, I will watch it then because I'm not watching yeah. it in the theater. You know, but. Duh. Yeah. It was yeah. There was no um, release date on it. All I know is Kevin Hart playing Roland was what, and then. <laughs> Actually, I love the man, good guy. And then she had those little bunny ears on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so the uh, so Tiny Tina, you know, they got they got an actual little girl. Like, I mean, that makes sense. You're going to have to find an actual young actress yeah, you to play her, yeah, but she doesn't have the voice. Yeah. She doesn't no. have the voice. Um, I don't know. Like, I I don't think that performance was 
like bad. It's just it's it's the it's the the Lilith and Roland castings that really just made me go yeah. roll my eyes. What? So well, I, hey, look, actually, Birch. This is the thing. They wanted to have. I can understand. They wanted to have actually Birch in the in the movie because she does play a very prominent character in the game. But she can't play that character because she's older and the other characters. Yeah, super she's a grown woman. It. Yeah, grown again, woman. The other character is is a, isn't even isn't even a teenager. So isn't a teenager, so she can't play Tiny Tina. So it's like, and that's the other thing. It's like when you listen to Ashley talk, it's like, is that? It's like a, it's like you got to kind of disconnect yourself, especially if you played Borderlands. Like there's people that will have not played the game, and will go see this movie just because it looks cool, and they're going to be like. Wait a minute. That's what they're banking on. They're banking yeah. on people who don't know. And this this is typical Hollywood stuff, right? They're banking on people who don't wa- play the game to go watch the movie. And they don't care for the fans of... Because the, they, they just think that you're going to go see it regardless because you're a fan of it. They don't care it, whether they're like appealing to you or not. You know, so uh, shout out to JD Gamer with the $2 Super Chat says, Hey, Forte. Yeah, what's up, JD? Hopefully, you got your uh, nerves in order. Let me tell you, JD, you came into my store today. Shout out to him; he's getting married. He, uh, he's, he oh, congratulations, JD. He, he went out and got the, you know, went out and got the ring for the girl for the wife uh, over the course of, I guess, either today or over this week. And let me tell you, this man was so, you know, he was so nervous because I asked him what's going on, how's it going. And he started picking at his nails. He started, he's he like literally, and I'm looking like, you know how you just sit there and I'm working and I look at him. I was like, what are you doing? And he just kept fidgeting. Like he needed to mess with something. And I was like, what's wrong, bro? And he was like, man, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little distraught. You made me talk about it. I'm, I'm like, he's like, I, I, I said, what, because you're giving up everything. And he's like, yeah, man, I got to. He said, yeah, I'm going to miss it. And I said, like, bro, you are literally tweaking out. Like, he literally went through a mental, not a full miss mental it. breakdown. Do, do I want to know what it is? What, what, what is he going to miss? That, well, listen, man. Well, listen, man. You, you, What you did in high school and, well, in college, you know, the things that you did, those uh, type of things. Ah, okay. You know, you, yeah. You did, you know, yeah. Well, I mean, look, man, you, 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 you need to be you need to have that that life firmly in the rearview mirror when you decide to make this decision. You shouldn't be JD. I'm just letting you know, right? Like you shouldn't be talking about how you're going to miss. Uh, well, well, he didn't say things, well, he, he, right? Well, like his, you, you, you need to have defense, that pass, you sir. Well, in his defense, he didn't say he would miss those things, but when I'm looking at him, I can see it in his eyes. I'm like, bro, you all right? Because. <laughs> But no, it was fun. But shout out to him, man. He gonna be, he gonna make, he gonna make that woman really, really proud. He, you know, he gonna, he, he's one of those guys that really, really likes to go out and take care of uh, and stuff like that. So she gonna be good. She gonna be good, and and he gonna be good too. So we appreciate you, bro. Thanks for the super chat as always. Oh, he actually wanted to come on the show, but I would say because our rundown was so freaking long today, because uh, he wants to talk about all the Xbox, you know, all that Xbox stuff that's going on. So. We got to definitely get you on the show um, in one of these next couple of weeks so we can talk about it. Because, you know, J.D., he all about that um, that Xbox power right now. Yeah. 
Good luck with that, JD. I think uh I think Oh my um, god, here you I, go. I, I, I think your 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 marriage is gonna be far more successful than what Xbox is doing right now. But anywho, <laughs> we're gonna move it on. We're gonna keep it moving, all right? Borderlands Ooh. looks like looks like garbage. Uh but good luck to, <laughs> good luck to them. <laughs> oh man. Um next, uh let's let's kinda get it. Well what that was a topic that I didn't have space for. Uh, Borderlands, but uh, so yeah, it's kind of a little, little bit of a mini topic. List. I know, I know, Wait. but the, another one is that. Um, come on, help me. What was I? What was I? I, I oh, yeah, PSVR. P- PSVR 2 is uh, has been announced in the PlayStation blog to be coming to uh, PC, and mm-hmm. uh, this is supposed to be happening later this year. And uh, no actual timetable or date or anything, uh, but just supposed to happen later this year. And uh, (laughs) from from what I saw, like uh, what we saw is that MetaQuest 3 has been like bodying it. And when it comes to sales, five to five (laughs) percent. Yeah, like that's it's not worse, uh, you know. And and everyone, look, I, I'm not into VR. I tried it, and then I said it's not for me, so I don't, I don't indulge in it. But everyone that that I have seen that has a PSVR two has said that great hardware, great technology, absolutely awesome device. Um, mm-hmm. And and as I always say, because I even though I don't indulge in PS and VR, I do know the technology of it and what for what that headset does is price appropriate people were saying oh it's too expensive yeah. no it's not it's actually cheaper than what comparable devices uh are priced at like it's it's better than the um the valve well, I, index in some I areas think, and that that's a thousand dollar headset go ahead you were about to say well, something no well no no i just i mean just to go against i'm not to go against it because you are right but i do think a lot of people and there were some people that thought it was overpriced for what it was, but I think most of the conversation came back to it was overpriced for the point that it wasn't a standalone unit. Like you had to have a PlayStation, which raised the price to over a thousand dollars if you wanted to have it, which looks like yeah. it's about to get rectified today. Well, not today, but this year. So now, well, I mean, well, you're still going to need need a, a PC to uh connect to it in order in oh, order yeah, to, you still to get need it a to PC, work but right but it's more it's more in tune for a person to have a vr and a pc hookup than it was for a person to go out and feel like they would have a playstation for and it, it makes no sense to me but mm-hmm. place i think place the biggest thing with playstation is it's like with xbox <laughs> but not on the same level but it's like in the same realm playstation put out a beautiful piece of hardware a lot of people like a lot of people a lot of people bought it initially because of the hype there are a lot of games coming on the system because they're they're talking about games i mean if you think about every uh playstation uh state of play that came out they all had something with psvr tied to it the problem is the adoption rate of uh people that are attaching to each vr unit is abysmal like people aren't buying games for it but they, they so, don't have it that's the problem is it doesn't have compelling software it, exactly you don't and then you also don't have backwards compatibility oh, to psvr games yeah go ahead not having compelling software people don't buy your hardware 
I mean, I, mm. I mean, is that, that is you, that interesting dynamic? Like, it seems like that's something that like some other companies may need to take note of. Anyway, any but, go continue, but, but, continue. But, but 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 then but also, you know, you know, you know, fear the thought of the fact that you know compelling hard compelling software will make a hardware sale but when a company has compelling hardware that isn't making software sale they find a way to make that either software or that hardware compatible with something else and that's what you're seeing with the psvr2 but what if but what if the software really isn't that compelling well, the software, well, well, the software, that's what well, the thing is. I think the software is way more compelling on the PC play because there's a lot more development and a lot more uh, risk taking when it comes to the PS to the, the VR scene on PC, because a lot of people are willing to like, just, you know, there's really no quality, no quality control on PC when it comes to that. It's a little bit, but you'll also have access to like some of the games that valve makes. like, you know, right now you can't play it like half Life Alex and stuff like that on mm -hmm. a um on a steam deck i mean not a steam deck on a uh, psvr i don't even think games like beat saber and stuff are on there that's still only inside of the oh beat saber stuff is, no is beat saber is, is, is beat on, on there beat saber's on, on everything i think beat saber's gotta be the most sold uh it's, vr it's, game it's, out it there because it's great i played on my um when i uh finally opened up my oculus um my quest pro i was like yo this is insane but then you'll end up like you'll feel like you're in drenched in a bathtub after you're done playing because you sweated all your sweated like 10 10 pounds off while you're playing so it's it's a i think in general i mean and i want to hear what you got to say about it but i think in general it's a really really good move that they are opening this up a lot of and this is back to what the CFO and uh Hiroki Tohoki said about um just wanting to open up the borders and stuff, you know. The biggest thing comes back to they needed to either find a way to spend less money or make more money. So they don't want to completely sacrifice the appeal of making the PlayStation the most appealing system out there and the most important thing out there. But in order to do that, you either gotta put your you gotta make your make your uh, software and your accessories and everything more compatible with other other things and that's what they're doing like right now you talk about you're using the pc earbuds on a podcast right now playstation was more centralized to saying all this stuff is for our playstation ecosystem geared for playstation but you can kind of use them in a pc sense like that's how it was with the post headsets they had pc functionality for the ps4 but it really stood out on a PS5, so you weren't even getting all the features on a PS4 on a, on a um, PC that you would get on PS4. Now you see them going full blow and saying, or pause. You see them saying going full uh, with everything that they're doing, like full compatibility with a DualSense controller or a DualSense controller for all of their games and stuff on a PC versus where that stuff was only native to just a console version. So they're making the experiences are the same and now they're saying, okay, so if we're going to bring this stuff over, we need to make as much money off of it as possible. That means we got to make the experience pretty much the same as PlayStation. So I like the move and I think it's going to do really well it, at this price point. It's an affordable VR. I mean, the only thing it doesn't have is standalone connectivity like the um, 
like the quest 3 has you could play it without having the pc at 499 so that is still going to be the cheaper input but from everything i read on these specs it's literally almost probably in some ways better than the oculus quest 3. it has better resolution a faster processor um it's it's a better vr in my opinion in so many ways it just doesn't have that ability to be able to go on the go and play games natively right on the headset versus the um the psvr is more powerful but you have to hook it up to a pc to be able to take advantage of that and then when you go with the oculus you can get a little bit more power out of it if you hook that up and then at that point it's kind of a stalemate so it's really interesting to see what they do with that. I'm, I I hope it works out because I think competition in that space is always needed, but it's always going to be a niche market because most people don't care about VR. Um, but before I get into JD Gamer Super Chat... Uh, oh, he got another one? Yeah. Um, before oh, I get shoot. into that, um, I think this is uh, might be a little too little, uh, too little too late for the PSVR to go on the PC. Okay. Um, this is something that they should have did at launch. Is this a mod, bro? What What are you talking about? Is this a mod for what? Is this like what is what are you? What, is that what are you talking this, about for Cyberpunk? What is this? I'm looking at. <laughs> is this I got a you. mod? I got, I got this? you. I got you. I got. I knew it. So, so remember. Okay. The chat's probably like, what the heck is going on? So look, chat, here, for, here, here's the story, right? I've been trying to get Forte. I've been messing with Forte. And, and I've been trying to get him to upgrade his GPU. He has a 3070 Ti, and he's he's saving up I'm for a 5090. Still, I'm and, and, I'm, and, and, and I'm like, I, I was like, you need to see Cyberpunk with rake trace overdrive on you need to see how beautiful this game is and and i can play it at 60 frames per second locked <laughs> on my 40 m on my 4080 super with everything turned on and it's like that's just it like the game the game looks better than any game that's out there in my opinion and he's like i ain't never going to know because i ain't going to ever look i'm not looking at nothing i'm just <laughs> like okay yeah, I, I said, and I said, I was like, I'm a, I'm a, I said, I was saying to myself, I'm going to record some gameplay and I'm gonna put it in the in the gameplay footage section, and he going to see it, and I ain't gonna say a word. I'm just gonna wait. And, and 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 he's like, is this a mod? It's not a mod. It's the just the base game, and it's it's mods really? out there that can make it look even better. No, okay, you still ain't about to give me the upgrade, but this looks really good. I ain't gonna lie. I'm looking at this. I was like, "This is a mod, right? This game don't look this good when I normally watch it." The game is is ray tracing and cyberpunk is transformative, and path tracing makes it look even better. Like it's it's more realistic lighting, whereas with the ray traced on cycle settings, it looks like it's too like reflective in too much lighting it, it, it doesn't look real you know um but but path tracing makes it makes it look better even though it's super demanding like that if you got a, a amd gpu just don't even bother like it's just it, it ain't happening for you but any anyway anyway <laughs> <laughs> i guess i just had to do, do a detour there because that was funny um the reason what, what was that okay quest 3 um the psvr2 
um came out came out before released before the uh, meta quest 3 and i feel mm-hmm. like that would have been a perfect opportunity for them to go to pc because it would have been as far as as the technology goes above uh, above far and away the best vr experience that you could get you know price for dollar like for value and it would have been perfect for them but now that quest quest 3 is already out that's selling like crazy the 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 market they would have been selling to because like, like it's, it's still a nascent market vr is not a massive market it's a nascent market and i think that it's i do agree with you the psvr2 is um overall likely a better headset um when it, t- when it comes to the features it has in this power but the problem is that it's not so much better than the quest 3 that i think enough pc gamers would be like i'll get both or i'll right. get this one too especially if they already bought a quest 3 and, and that's why they, they should have they should have released it at the same time on pc as they did on on P, on ps5 and they should have opened up the the store work with meta try to get meta's store in there to get yourself more games um you know that a lot of people are playing but i think the reason why that they didn't do that was more along the lines for for what they planned on doing on pc altogether i think they're coming out with psvr2 on pc later this year because i believe it's not no like nothing i heard or anything but i believe they're gonna launch the the playstation app which is definitely in development they're gonna launch that later this year and so they want to kind of control the storefront and get all the games that that people so someone's going to get psvr2 on pc they want you to basically be getting your games for that through their app and not say meta's app or anyone else's app they wanted to all go through them so that's that's why i think they did that but maybe that's just me you know it makes sense it makes sense um to jd um gamer super chat shout out to him for the five dollar super chat he says panel do you do y'all agree someone is definitely going to hack the psvr2 to work with the xbox as soon as they firmware upgrade it uh to work on windows i i don't think so jd um i think if that was something that that uh people were looking for or there was an interest in doing that they would have did that with the quest 3 i think i think the quest 3 would have already been hacked to work with an xbox with an xbox um if that was something that i'm not saying it's not impo- it, that it's impossible i don't think that's the case i, I just think, think if you have a someone very doing zealous, it i think if you have a very zealous <laughs> person that really just wants to stick it to like embedded in this whole console thing which i don't think is the case if you mm-hmm. had somebody like that that had the technical savvy of doing it, then I can see it happening. Um, just so they can say they could do a, a a picture or a video or whatever of them playing, you know, with the VR hooked up to their 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 Xbox or whatever, and mm-hmm. being able to like show that they're showing big picture mode with the headset on or something like that. I can see somebody doing that if they had the technical savvy of doing it, but 
like you just said, if um, they ain't do it with MetaQuest 2 or 3, they ain't going to do it with PSVR 2. Yeah, I just don't think that the desire is there from the people who do those kind of things. Plus, there's um, no native games for Xbox that will take advantage of it. So Right, right. Like, like you see stuff like we just recently saw that uh, a group uh, a, a group that works on like stuff with Google was able to hack the and and modify the the PlayStation portal to run a emulator of PSP. So like that's like that's the kind of stuff that people seem to be more interested in doing. And and more than likely like they're going to keep messing with the portal until until they can turn it into somewhat of a of a, a cloud streaming handheld or something like that right like that, that's just it, it's, it's going to happen eventually but dude the, anywho, ground tex- the ground textures in this game look incredible yep man I'm go ahead and get go, go, go ahead go ahead the, go ahead and get that 4080 at, super man look i'm looking at you doing this on purpose you looking at the ground trying to show off the ground <laughs> Looking at looking at the individual cracks in the ground and the cement as you as you transition to the the more softer and more flat amazing? surfaces and you can see the look you can you, even see you, the differences you, 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 in the, you, the differences it, this, in this isn't even on the concrete. You this isn't even the best that Night City at Cyberpunk looks like because. Yeah. But this because is it's not at night it. It, it looks yeah because this is during the day it looks great during the day at night it looks even better and then and then when it rains oh my god like <laughs> uh, i'm telling you look man you, you just no nah, no nope, nope. hold on hold on tight <laughs> and so it's, it's we're, we're talking about nvidia gpus uh nvidia actually uh released something today that kind of shocked me and something i've been looking forward to which is an app uh to replace geforce experience and you know be as a content creator myself and forte as well like we were kind of rely on the nvidia's tools to help us be able to do the stuff that we do like i recorded this gameplay that you're seeing right now with geforce experience's shadow play which is their recording software and it is I've said this before, it's by far the best software out there for recording because like the level of quality is almost lossless. It's almost at like like the same level of what you're seeing. Um, the only real limitation to the the shadow play with GeForce experience is is that it's it's the maximum frame rate you can do is 60 for uh, 60 frames per second. Mm-hmm. But it has other limitations and it hasn't been updated in years. And I mean, like, like it's all, I thought Nvidia had just completely forgot about it. Uh, I thought Nvidia just didn't care um, about those things, especially when they're working on AI and so many, so many other things, but I was wrong. They, they look like they had been working on something in the background and this Nvidia app is in beta, but what it does is it is, is what it will do is it will combine GeForce Experience with the NVIDIA control panel, which is, the NVIDIA control panel is is awesome. It gives you the ability to kind of manipulate how the PC interacts with, with your GPU, allows you to turn certain features on for games that may not quite have them um, natively put in there. Uh, all kinds of great stuff. It allows you to, to, to really kind of, manage and configure and maintain everything that you want to do 
in gaming as well as content creation through that. And now this, so far this beta does not replace the control panel, but it does replace GeForce experience. The UI, I tested it out today uh, extensively and the UI is, is much better. And I do like the fact that when you do driver updates, they give you a description of everything that they're really doing, like the major and minor changes to your, your drivers. But uh, Forte, the recording is still sucks, man. It's actually in some ways is worse than, than what it was before. Mm, um, what bit rate are you recording at? Uh, uh, the high well the highest bit rate they allow but but it's not really the bit rate that's the problem so okay. i have something that i've i've long had an issue with is the fact they don't allow you to switch if you have multiple monitors they don't allow you to switch which monitor you want to record it's, the it's game even main, if it's always your main monitor that it does. right even even if you put the game on a secondary monitor geforce Ex experience shadow play will not record that other monitor which is silly mm -hmm. and they one. That's it. and they and they they did this update and it still doesn't do that something something that's so basic it's like a basic feature that it's not done um there were times they re revamped the way the the uh statistics show of like your gpu and your frame rate and all that stuff and that now i do will say this that none of that stuff shows in game like uh if you're recording of course and that's always been like that with theirs uh but it's just like sometimes it wouldn't have this the stats it's in beta so i can't really be all that uh uh critical of it but it, it needs some work it needs some work, but like the things that they're talking about here, they're talking about, um, they're talking about RTX dynamic vibrance and RTX HDR, which are both AI powered tools that will kind of provide HDR to games that don't have HDR in those games natively. And it will also like the HDR dynamic vibrance will allow you to kind of play around with the, the visual settings of a game as well with it, it you know some games that may be just kind of older and don't really have a lot of the graphical settings that we see today so I, I think that's some it has some potential there but so far it ain't that great uh are you gonna give it a, a world forte or are you gonna stick with what you currently got uh, i kind of want to stick with what i got i mean but i do use it yeah because it's like the most reliable way to capture video on pc unless you just happen to be able to uh capture through a secondary saxer car and most likely that means you have a secondary pc that you kind of play on one and you capture on the other one right. most people aren't doing that so shadow play is literally the the easiest way to kind of do that so i probably i probably will try it I'm gonna let, I always usually let like when they come up with something new like this, let like the first couple of iterations of it, couple of patches come out before I try it. Um, because the biggest thing about having like these beta firmware patches and stuff, it it can mess up more than just what is actually installing on there. And then you gotta go back and do a complete wipe of I mean, it's easy to do now because you have, you know, tools like Revo tool or something like that where you can go back right. and just delete all the remnants of it. 
Mm-hmm. Most people don't know how to use stuff like that without damaging their PC and deleting the wrong thing. So True. I'm going I'll definitely use it um, to be able to see exactly what this looks like and how it performs and everything, but it might be something I won't attempt to do until maybe the second or third firmware update that they do for it. Because, and that's one thing, the one thing I will give NVIDIA props for, they work pretty fast when it comes to these type of updates and stuff. When they release something, they are... They are very, very good at updating it as soon as possible. They're not really waiting. It's not like something they're waiting on to actually, you know, update when it comes to like a game because their certification moves pretty fast when it comes to like updating the overall stability of your system. Uh, I think that's the only thing that other really worries about because nobody's got a chance to test how does the perform does does the does the overall capture degrade your overall performance because that's another thing with nvidia um with shadow play it 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 impacts it but very minimally how is the impact with the new update Mm. uh i uh only in one game did i know this my performance was uh was worse uh after using um upgrade or changing to the nvidia app instead of the geforce experience and uh i but wasn't recording already, but your performance is already so high if you're if you that's, but this that's is a this is a high demanding game this was in cyberpunk so like oh, i know well, yeah, but, but i, I yeah. right but i i also with the the switch to nvidia the nvidia beta app i did update my firmware as well so i don't know if it was the in the app that was causing issues which this is part of the reason why a lot of PC gamers just choose to not have GeForce Experience or any NVIDIA software installed outside of the firmware driver at all. They just get their drivers from the website and they don't have any of the other extra stuff in there at all except for control panel. And but but I think it might have been the firmware update. So I don't know. Okay. Like I, I, I haven't done enough testing because I haven't had the time, but um that's it's, it's something to, to look forward to uh um testing and playing around with in the future uh shout out to jd gamer with the 2000 super chat again says do you think the sony app fails like most others uh they definitely have an uphill battle on pc pete the pc environment for, for console gamers that don't understand like it, it's steam and this is then it's everyone else like steam is the storefront the launcher that pc gamers use but it's also not impossible for you to succeed without steam and but typically the games that do that don't have a launcher at all i mean if they do have a launcher it's just for like a massive game for example riot games riot games is probably the biggest developer on pc at the moment they do league of legends they do valorant they got some really, really massive games, and and those games are doing close to, if not over, a million um, um, concurrent players on a daily basis. But they, those games aren't in Steam. Um, um, Fortnite's not in Steam. Fortnite's an Epic Game Store that does I mean, you know crazy numbers. If you bend the knee at one point. Think about how Call of Duty was exclusive to the uh, battle to BattleNet for a long time, and even they couldn't even keep Call of Duty out of Steam. Right. So yeah, that everyone kind of comes back eventually. At one point, Ubisoft had all their games in their launcher. So did EA, 
and they both eventually just said, yeah, <laughs> this yeah, ain't, ain't working buying, for us. People, people ain't buying enough games in our store to make this feasible. <laughs> right, right. And so, excuse me. So uh, eventually they, they all come back. But I do think when PlayStation, when Sony launches their PlayStation, Apple and PC, I think they will pull back on the games that are going in Steam. And we've seen in the past where publishers have outright removed the uh, their games that were already released from the Steam store. Like you can still see the store page, but you can't buy the game. And that might be something that they may look into as well, because I don't think PlayStation is, is expanding into PC to collaborate. They're, they're, there to, they're there to dominate. Now, will they? Probably not. But in order for them to survive without Steam, they need to have one of these live service games they're working on. But like Help Divers 2 is doing great right now, but it's still like it's a live service game and it's, it hasn't been out for very long. More than likely, they're going to need something else that really takes the, the PC community by storm where you don't need Steam, where people don't care how they get the game website um trash launcher whatever they're going to do whatever it takes to get it and pc gamers have, have proven in, in the past that if the game is is worth it they'll do that um anything else you want to say before we move on man no i i i think you're right on i think in general everything comes back it just mostly comes down to no unless you are a huge like me what i mean huge i mean <laughs> the platform was built off of you. Like even Battle.net. Battle.net wasn't built off of Call of Duty. Battle.net was built off of Blizzard, off of those games. So that's why you don't really see any of those games that are on Blizzard. Like when it, well, the big ones, at least when it comes to like WoW and World of Warcraft stuff, because it was built on that ecosystem, meaning those get that game is going to probably just remain there. And that's the reason people are going to play it there. But like I said, Call of Duty it's it's everywhere so it's even in steam so i just think if playstation does do it i do think they will get some pushback from gamers but if they're consistent with it people will migrate over just like they do everything else they may not like it you may not get everybody but you'll get your own little community of people if playstation wants to build an ecosystem like that where they get the full purchasing power of everybody that buys on their platform i just don't think they would get any type of traction when it comes to third party stuff because third party is that's going to just live on steam for the most part people might just install it just like you know when it comes to playstation only titles but i i don't even know if that will work honestly because they already released their games on steam and once you started once you gave people the taste of those games on steam they're going to be probably a little pissed off that you don't have them over there and then at that point they'll just be like well i don't need to play your game so it's just kind of how it is with pc gamers yeah very fickle but also a uh, community that when they when they say they're not doing something you you better believe they ain't doing it <laughs> when, they, when they speak with their wallet they mean it um, um other communities uh talk that talk but they don't walk it the way pc gamers do um moving on uh we could 
talk about another game that's been kind of blowing up on PC, which is Helldivers 2. And Helldivers 2 is... Uh, Helldivers 2 is actually doing really good. They released a patch uh, either late yesterday or early today. But the mm -hmm. patch, what it does is it... um The patch... Uh, has fixed some of the server issues i don't think like i so so look so, i played so. the, the, the footage the footage you're seeing right now and which i'm starting to see this footage was done with the uh the 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 nvidia app recording and i'm noticing mm. that it's not i i think because i had it set for 120 frames per second that like mm -hmm. on the stream it's not looking the way that i actually played it it looks like it looks slower anyway that's not not the point the point is that um hell divers 2 uh had released a patch and i think if correct me if i'm wrong but the patch what it does is it it stops people from just sitting in the game because the game didn't have like a timeout for being idle for like say 10 15 minutes or something like that it, it, it most games live service games kick you out at that point and that's something that hey when you're still when sony's still getting their feet wet with the entire live service game thing that you know you don't realize that's something that you need but because they weren't doing that there were people who were trying to basically save their position in the very limited spots on this on on these servers by sitting in the game not turning their their playstation or their pc off and just kind of sitting in a game to, to keep themselves in and not having to go back and wait for a spot to get in and now they've kicked all those people out so i don't have it played tonight which would be peak time for the united states which has been uh the the bulk of the the issues that where people have been trying to log in and i have have not been able to and but i did play earlier today a shout out to bg uh broken games hdr uh me and him um ran some missions today he's like this man's got like 60 hours in. Uh, he did the bulk of that back uh, before the, the server issues really became a big problem. But dude's got like all this gear. He's like level 25. He's all like, hey, you know, look, here's a turret. You can use my you can use my drone turret, you know, that has a laser. I'm like, bet. <laughs> You're just giving me stuff to use that I don't have any access to at my, my very small level. So... Oh um, but I'm having a good time with it. I think I think the game's definitely going going to have some legs because if from people who have played the first game, they know that certain things like mechs and vehicles aren't available, and they may be kind of drip feeding that into the game to kind of give it some some extra life so that not everything that people get into is there um, right off the break, but. Forte, uh, you played it briefly with uh, me and Eric Jackson. Shout out to him and, and Ramon yeah. Terrell. What, what, what are your thoughts on Helldivers 2? I think it's a phenomenal game, but I refuse to sit in lobbies and look at a screen for 45 minutes to two hours just to get into it. So as much how as much as much as it's been fun, it was fun the one time I did play it. I enjoyed it. I definitely want to jump in there again. I lose all motivation when I sit here and I listen to you. Shout out to Trevor Bird song, you know, Ramon Terrell and you and E. Y'all just sit there. Y'all talk about wanting to get into the game. And next thing I hear is like, well, 
not let me in. Right. I just sit there and I'll be hearing it. I'll be listening because I be have my ear pod in. So Siri be reading the DMs to me and I listen to it. And it just, you can even hear the frustration from people in the DMs saying, it's not letting me in. I guess we'll try tomorrow. I'm like, yo. So uh the fact that they actually did push out an update which is it's good i like the fact that they're doing that it just also just gets back to the problem why are these companies and i understand i understand why but it's just more of a mentality if you're going to release a game as a service why are we limiting like why are we not prepared to have half a million people jump into your game i you and there's probably more of an answer for you because you know you do you do networking and stuff like that. So you kind of not on the level that these games, I mean, well, do you probably do on, on bigger levels I, than I, this? I, I do. I do very different things. Uh, right. Network, so. network wise. Some of the things I do are scale wise things that would be of this level, but not in this realm in gaming, but to your, to, to what you're, you're speaking on, that is correct. This is like, this is more than just server issues. They and yeah. I kind of suspected that this was the case, but their CEO on Twitter confirmed it that this is a, there's some back end code that needs to be updated uh, to allow for for more uh, concurrent players to be in the game at, all at the same time. And you know, I, I, I'm I've dabbled in a little Python and in C sharp uh, coding and. I've seen in the past where just, you know, people who have, I, I don't write it, but I, I know how to go in and, and, and in Visual Studio and, and, and make modifications. And mm -hmm. I've seen where I've had to make modifications to get certain statistics and, and tables and stuff to to accurately accurately display correct data simply because the person that created the code used the wrong the wrong integer. You know, right. use the wrong, the wrong, the wrong method of of telling the 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 script to calculate uh, this data, and and that not necessarily the wrong one, but one that, that doesn't take into consideration numbers that are much higher than what you initially planned to actually uh, have to display. And so if, if that, I, I can imagine on a much grander scale, with, with much bigger code that you have to deal with here where people are, are what Arrowhead um, Studios is looking at how they design this game and with the mm -hmm. expectation that they wouldn't have as many players as they currently have and just didn't, playing for that and that's going to be something that sony's going to learn as as they continue to make these live service games to make sure their studios are planning for the the possibility of it blowing up which which what you want you want it to blow up but you want to be prepared for when it blows up like we you yeah. and i had talked about this and i talked about splitgate you know, Splitgate had its 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 moment a couple years ago, where tons of, of shooter fans were were interested in, in playing the game, and they were they were trying to play it. But like when they launched on consoles, they didn't have the server capacity for all the all the people that were trying to play. And that and I think people look back at that and, and think that's the same reasons is the reason why Helldivers um wasn't allowing people in but it's, it's it could be for various different reasons it would with, with splitgate it was because 
they literally didn't like they were capped at 150,000 players and they just couldn't bring anyone else in. Um, and that was us things that had to do with AWS, which is, uh, uh, the, the, you know, Amazon's Amazon's cloud service that they were using for, for their, for their servers. But anywho, it's, do you think this is now that it's been fixed? I kind of wonder, I guess this, this question really isn't all that relevant. Because uh, I yeah, was thinking yeah. that if they, if they didn't fix this, do you think it would have been a missed opportunity where people would have got sick of waiting and just would go play something else and then they're not coming back? I already think that that damage has already happened. I don't think it's I don't think it's unrepairable. I do think a lot of people that bought this game on a whim because I think there's a lot of people that I I have people. This is a funny thing. I have a lot of people to be, it comes into the store. I wanted to say over the course of the weekend, not the weekend, over the course of this week, I probably had a good more than 20 or 30 people want to buy Helldivers. And it's not available because, you know, it's 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 just not available anywhere because it's sold out everywhere. Mm. So I think there's still an opportunity for them to maximize on people that couldn't get it get the game right now because it's just not available physically unless they went home and bought it digital um gamers are very resilient when it comes to willing to deal with technical issues in the game we've been doing it for generations at this point i just think it's at a point now where you got to just look at like what is what is the we already know the content roadmap that is updated because they updated it we know that there is a lot of things they're going to be doing, but what is it going to look like three months from now? So they have a mm-hmm. chance to keep this going, but they have to be able to make sure that server stability is the number one thing. Because if a person can't play your game, most casual gamers that jump in on games, like think about Elden Ring. Elden Ring did so well because first of all, it's a single player game. So there's really no server stuff that you have to really kind of deal with outside of the online connectivity and jumping to other people's worlds, which they did a really good job with the amount of people that were playing it. But that game does not appeal to about 60%, maybe 70% of the the audience that it, that actually went out and bought the game. But the reason that 70% bought it is because of the hype. So Elden Ring got so much love because of how the people were talking about it, how media were talking about it, how people's friends were talking about it, how people, when they were walking to a game store or just their friends online on on, uh, PlayStation or PC or Xbox, wherever you were at, it got people to want to buy the game. PlayStation is experiencing that right now with Helldivers. But the only difference is this game isn't working as intended when most people want to play it can they mm-hmm. fix that in enough time which me and, and in my area it's like the worst of times because everybody's kids are out of school this week like there's no high school there's no middle school there's no elementary school kids are out on winter break everybody has a different winter break cycle so people that wanted to play it this is probably a good chance for them to jump in and play it right now in my neck of the woods now like i said it's not over because they they can easily fix this and once those certain things are gone it will be good but uh it's good that they're making these updates and these changes they just need to be very very quick on the trigger because 
they already said we only need one that's going to take off for them and maybe this one may not be the one that holds on long term but this one can give them a blueprint and an understanding on what they need to do with the next one and they kind of learn by repetition and 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 how they identify what a live service game looks like and how the servers need to perform if a game does start to index in the direction that you want it to it's all trial and error at this point they still bungie as much as bungie is helping them they still are still trying to figure out and understand it just like bungie is bungie nine years in they're still trying to figure this out so i think clearly this is a yeah clearly so but i do think this is a great thing for them to like really really look at but i want this game to survive long enough on the merits of what it is now so they can take some type of lesson to the next live service game they get because this could be the game but it's a good chance that this isn't and the next game could be but they just need to learn along the way so it's a good mm. game. I want to jump in and play it with y'all. I just need y'all to tell me the servers are working good so I'm not looking at a screen because, you know, I'd rather make a video than sit at a, a, a screen for 50 minutes, honestly. Oh, yeah, I agree, I agree with that. I agree with that. And I, I, I think that, like, like I said before, like this footage, even though, you know, thanks NVIDIA app for kind of like, it's on me for not double checking how it, it will run in obs obs only allows up to 60 fps and the recording is in 120 so this is the reason why it looks like it's i'm running in molasses this is not how the game feels and plays but that's why you're um, to capture it 60 frames per second sir yeah i didn't think about that until later i wanted to test it out anyway for, whatever, whatever I'm anyway I'm, I'm um <clears throat> at 4080 can't cure everything <laughs> Yeah, I can't. You know, I can't. Yeah, OBS, uh, update your 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 software, bro. Come on. Um, no, I I agree with you about about Hell Divers and and you know like the, in this being, uh, its success is great, but it's, it's it's what it's really teaching Sony on the back end that is going to really help their other games be successful. Mm-hmm. Not saying they all will have this uh, the amount of success that Helldivers Two is currently having. It's very possible that Concord and Fair Games come out between now and March of 2025, and bomb. They don't mm-hmm. work, or they could be you know have some moderate amount of success. We don't know, but at least if they are successful, we could probably say that Sony would have learned from this experience to kind of make sure that they aren't hindering their own success. Right. Right. But I agree. Speaking of developers updating things, we had uh Square Enix pushed mm-hmm. out an update to the Final Fantasy VII Rebirth demo that's on PlayStation 5 to fix some of the issues that people were seeing with the blurriness of performance mode. And they did fix that, but not quite everything. There is still like sections of areas where things are still a little blurry. I think it's the limitations of consoles, honestly. And the 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 game engine that they're making the game on. This is still Unreal Engine 4. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not Unreal Engine 5. And 
there's a lot of things that you just can't do with Unreal Engine 4 that we are kind of getting used to now and in 2024. All that said, uh, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is looking like a, a certified banger. Game of the year, kind of contender like energy. Yeah, looking looking real nice, real scrumptious. Yeah. Um, and you know a game's going to be good when the publisher is just like, you know what? You can go ahead and 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 and, and drop the embargo a week early. We don't care. <laughs> when you when you when you got that kind of that kind of energy, oh, you yeah. know it's about to be good. When you just like, eh, I don't care. What what what? Two weeks early? Sure, like, yeah, I want y'all to talk about how good my game is for two weeks before it come out. Right. That kind mm-hmm. of energy. When you see that, you know the game's going to be good. And so so far, with like a the last time I saw it was like 117 reviews. The game was at a 93 Metacritic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it looks great. You know, plays great. It uh, picks up where Final Fantasy VII remake mm-hmm. uh, um, left off. <laughs> For say, is this is this? Uh, uh, I'm gonna ask this other question later. Um, yeah, would this be would this be a game of the year contender? A, a nominee? Uh shoot. Whew. Last one came out in what year was that? Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. And it was not in the game of the year discussion. Which yeah, was it was. Weird. Was it? Was it? A game of it the was year? a nominee. It was a nominee. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, it was. It were, yeah, I had to think about what else was that year. It's it like, lost to like, like the Last of Us Part Two. Last of Us Part Two. Yeah. Okay. I. Who? I mean, it's early, bro. Uh, there it there are people be... saying this is the best Final Fantasy game screening has done in years. I mean, it it should be. It's one of the greatest stories they ever told in Final Fantasy outside of maybe six <laughs> it's like and then i think i think the whole remake thing and then well it's a remake not a remaster too so i think that's going to be part of it but i if everything is shaping up the way that like i looked at some of these reviews and i told you i didn't want to look at anything about this game that's why i haven't played the demo myself yet but looking at those reviews and seeing what people are saying i'm like my god this might be one of the be careful <laughs> at be careful with some of the reviews that you look at because apparently a few reviews um from what i was told um spoilers. um yeah yeah they spoiling stuff out here man oh, I, so i i only looked at a couple of them and they were perfectly fine so i'm good i don't need to know anymore to get i mean at this point the game literally comes out in seven days so it'll be here before we know it but um yeah i do think you know just to answer the question bluntly yeah i do think it's going to be in the game of the year conversation the question mostly always comes back to what depending on how they leave the story in this one going mm-hmm. into the third one is going to really really like 
because part of me wants to have a game where I know it's three parts, but I want to have a finite end to this version of the game because this is a full game. I understand if we leave off on a cliffhanger or something like that, but I kind of wanted to be like at least something that was rectified in it. And I feel like if they could find a way to like close something significant in this version of the game, but we still have stuff to look forward to you know, from the main, you know, storyline that's going on throughout Final Fantasy VII, then I think this game could actually win game of the year. But if they leave it on a cliffhanger, it's not, I, and people are going to be like, because, you know, cliffhangers really don't, it could get nominated for a game of the year. I just don't think it would win game of the year because then at that point, people will look at it like it's not a complete game because it was left so open versus if you kind of close up some storylines, which they can't do because this version of the game, depending on where they ended at, there's a lot of stuff that happened in Final Fantasy VII throughout the game in the middle parts of the game where you did see some, some significant things that happened and you ended some storylines and stuff and then you continue with the rest of your party throughout some other stuff in the game. So depending on how they go about scripting out this overall narrative that they're doing i absolutely think it could win game of the year not just be nominated i think it's going to get nominated no matter what but winning it will come down to the way that they go about ending this version of the game compared to you know uh, leaving it kind of open for interpretation is this the first 90 rated game this year i I, I don't know what else came out this year well, I mean, a lot. I mean, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to think. Suicide Squad and and no, <laughs> Power no. World and Hell no, Divers. Eight is in the 80s. Um, yeah. This is the first 90 for this year. I think it is. I think it might actually be the first one. Yeah. The, you know what it is? It feels like it's not the first of the year because all the 90s hit in November and de- they hit all in December. Like November and December, where you had. Um, the um Mario hit in November. You had um what was the game that hit in December that was a 90? Erodimus says it's the third game to uh, uh finish a, a 90 Metacritic. Man, I don't know what I don't know what the, what the, the other two are. About? I don't know what the other two are, but uh I don't know, maybe uh Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. Maybe that's yeah. one. Oh, Infinite Wealth. Yeah, my bad. Like oh, a Dragon, Infinite, Infinite Wealth. Wealth. Yeah, 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 that, I think yeah. that might have been the first one actually. Yeah. yeah um I, I, I don't think Persona 3 Reload did did that, those numbers, but it's fine. Tekken 8 as well. Okay. All right. That, oh, okay. that, that makes okay, sense. Okay, I didn't this is let you know, like I, I have Tekken 8, but I didn't even look at reviews for it. I knew I was gonna play Tekken 8, so I just bought it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't um, even look at reviews for that game. So let's I I I you know what let's let's get messy for a moment. Oh Lord, messy? Oh you know that's yeah that's, that's part so, of the so let's go. Can, can we discuss how people will openly say they oh, are okay. happy Pentiment and High Fire Rush are being played by more audiences, but uh-huh. not this game. Oh man. I oh, mean uh, some of the same people. Not like this. That are saying, "What's the problem? You really shouldn't you be happy that Pentiment is is being enjoyed by Nintendo Switch owners and PlayStation owners? Shouldn't you be happy that Grounded yeah. is going to be you know played by people on the Nintendo Switch at five frames per second and zero communication in a game that requires communication? Shouldn't you be happy about these things?" And then 
five seconds later i am so i have i am enjoying my free copy of final fantasy 7 rebirth provided to me by square enix i've been playing it for a full month and a half it is amazing and it's all exclusive on the playstation 5 like you sound like a damn infomercial like hello like like do you not see the contradictions here do you not see how you sound you sound like a hypocrite just i mean keeping the buck you're you're championing exclusives while saying this other platform should give away all their exclusives like am i out of bounds here for say should i not have said that no, you're you're right. And you call you call it out the hypocrisy that's happening out here. It happens on both sides though. It's this the yes, that's true. thing. But I also like I said, I also feel like there is this um this um this batter syndrome that's going on with people where every little thing that happens with these corporations and what they're being told is affecting them not just once but twice and three times over. I'm like, yo, a lot of this stuff that that people are hearing about are things that were discussed weeks ago and we're and, and, and i guess we're finally getting confirmation on a lot of stuff so we're going to talk about that in uh, the last we definitely talking topic. about that later we're, we're going to talk about that in the last topic but th- that's what i'm saying it's just this, it's who, this, who made this game who made this yeah, game Listen, the, it's, it's listen, made by this, which studios? Who yeah, studio? studio? How come there's none of that? None of that is in the marketing. I don't know. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. We ain't talking about that right now. We just saying that we want to put great games in great places where people can play some of the best games ever. That's that's what we talking about here. But no, you're absolutely right. People, people um, don't want to keep that same energy when it comes to like playing all these other games but final fantasy like i said you know shout out to sony for securing the bag big enough bag so they could give it to square enix to convince them to put one of the few games that they have that would literally be that would just sell like water running out of a out of a faucet that's what this game is and uh and this time they won't have the the likes of COVID. You know, bogging. Think about that. They won't have COVID bogging down sales projections of this game because you can actually like buy the game anywhere, buy it on the system, buy it, buy it in a store. You know, when this released last time, it struck not not struggled, but a lot of people really didn't get a chance to play it as soon as they wanted to because the world was on lockdown. So there's a lot of different things that can happen with this. Um, with this game and there's a lot of pre-orders that i have taken at the store for this there's a lot of people that's super excited for it but you know when people sit there and say yeah i, I i'm happy that i can play these games but yeah you don't get a chance to play this you know why because it's exclusive to my platform of choice and i'm like uh, once again congratulations to you but you know good thing i have a playstation and don't have to worry about that well, yeah, that's true. Very true. I uh, this is the reason why I own multiple platforms so that I never have to worry about oh this game is skipping my platform. But uh, for the people who do deal with that, kind of unfortunate, you know. But if you really want to play this game and you're really hyped for it, and I would say you probably should play mm. remake first. 
<laughs> you know, play remake on. This um, is the this is the demo, right? Yeah. Oh my god, I'm, I feel what? sick. <laughs> okay. Why? <laughs> because <laughs> look at your game. Okay, think about how you normally play the game. Because what I was looking at the school, I was looking at your 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 gameplay, and I was like, why does this look so choppy? And oh, I thought of, and then you, I you thought know, about it. <laughs> Go ahead. No, no, th this is I recorded that to this today. This is. I'm definitely going to roll my drivers back. Yeah, this because looks, whoa, this looks bad, bro. How choppy it is. Look how like slow everyone's moving. The, yeah. It's, it is either is something going on with OBS right now. Because this isn't how I played the game. The same way was, that's, that's, that was wasn't how I played Hell Divers. It wasn't how I played the uh, the other. Um, what was the other game? Um, um, Borderlands Three. I recorded all those things today. Dog, I thought this was thirty frames per second for a second, bro. I was like, "Yo, is this really what the console version of this demo looks like?" We, I might have to wait. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's well, look, it, it, clearly, like with the other stuff that's been in my gameplay today, it's been, it, it's, it's, it's. I thought it was the record, like the the Nvidia recording. I think it's the the driver because it or it's just obs itself because it, it it actually it's probably obs because i i used my elgato capture card to record this off the playstation 5 so it wasn't even nvidia drivers my god this is like moving at like quarter speed <laughs> yeah i'm about to just grab the other gameplay i had no because i literally it literally when you said when i thought i was like demo i was like yo is this how it because i'm so used to watching you play it on pc and it's so much fluid like the, the fluidity yeah. is like amazing then i look at this and i was like is this what consoles gonna look like i was gonna be like slow-mo waiting three months I can't find the other gameplay. Oh well. Um, no, no, don't worry. So, so yeah, like it's uh, th 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 says that's definitely not PC. Yeah, this is OBS. <laughs> this is OBS causing a problem. Thanks, OBS. Stupid OBS. Um. Anyway, um, what about say? You can go to XSplit. I don't know if it's any better. No, no. OBS is usually fine. This is the first time I've ever had this kind of particular issue with OBS. But it's gotcha. yeah. It, it, I, I do wonder if it's because I'm streaming with the AV1 encoders. So maybe it is ah. NVIDIA. Maybe it, it, maybe I should have. Wait, why I, are you I, not I, using NVIDIA encoders? It's NVIDIA's AV1 encoders. Well, the AV1. Why aren't you using their the HVAC or? Because the AV ones are better. I've been using AV one ever since I got the 4080 Super. Everything's been fine. Oh, okay, but okay. but this latest update has is so I can't change the encoder midstream. So oh, okay. I'll do some testing and um and I'll maybe do some private streams to kind of see how it looks and and runs with different encoders because it, it it really actually it's going to be some this is a whole nothing to do with what we took the actual dag on topic no, i'll no, figure no, it no. out well this is just lets people know that pc isn't fallible so you know, yeah what happens. so anyway um 
Let's talk about that great that subject you got up there on the screen. What subject are you talking about? The next topic. But I mean, I'm, I I have one more question on this topic. Oh, you did. Okay, um, no, I'm sorry. No, so, to answer your question. We could I can we can always talk about Final Fantasy. Okay, oh, so this game is before you ask, before you ask a question. I'm sorry. Did you see my tweet earlier today? No. The one about Mass Effect. No. Oh man, you you got to look. Okay, well, ask your question and look up the and look up my last tweet. And I, I can't do that while I'm hosting the show for a second. What is your tweet about? Oh. You the one who sent it. Tell me. <laughs> oh Jesus. Uh, I said, because I want to read it verbatim. I want to read it verbatim because I was well, proud of just, myself as a kid. You just give me the cliff notes version. I said, I did my gamer duty today by recommending one of the greatest games of all time in Mass Effect Legendary Edition. They were looking for a good action open world RPG. How could you go wrong with this GOAT? The, dude, I literally got, I've never been so excited because the dude came into the store and was like, hey, it's really nothing to play, nothing new at least. And I was like, okay, what have you played? He said, man, I played pretty much anything. So we just started naming games. I like named Dead Space. He said, no, I never played that. So yeah, that's a really good one. It did something like, I literally just came back around to, uh, I said, did you ever play Mass Effect? He said, no, I heard about it. I heard it's good, but I never played it. I was like, bro, dog. I, I, I think, I, I think I, I think I talked this dude into the ground of how great this game is. You ever over, you ever felt like you oversold something to somebody so strongly that you hoping that is as good as is as good as they to them as it was to you, and that they come back and tell you like, bro, you were right. I, I, I was gushing, gushing over this game, bro. And, it, it was it was great so i felt so good i had to post on twitter that i got somebody to buy mass effect it was only 10 bucks too for the whole trilogy it was i love that game slow-mo love it but continue with what you were saying that's it i'm sorry for derailing you yeah because i mean look you know i love mass effect but what the guy do with final fantasy it, nothing because Final Fantasy still so, so you cut me off to talk about this random tweet that yes. this yes, because Mass Effect I is thought this was related I no, thought this not. was somehow related it's just oh, not you was, just not. you not. just decided to derail the show for I did y- y- listen listen the show can be derailed every once in a while yeah that, that, that's what I'm talking about <sighs> that great that great be rich best trilogy in any game that i played let's go okay so last question last question about final fantasy rebirth before we move on the game is still running on unreal engine 4 yeah which is clear with some of the, the 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 visual limitations that it has um and considering square enix developers are saying that uh the last part of this trilogy is at a similar point in development as rebirth was when remake launched so it seems like they're on schedule uh-huh it looks to me like the last part is going to be in unreal engine 4 and it took them about three years to release this game three yeah about three 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 four years to release this game 
are you really about to have the last part of this 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 series this these great series of games mm-hmm. running on Unreal Engine four in twenty twenty eight? Hmm. At the earliest twenty twenty seven. Sure are. Yep. I think. Um... <sighs> okay, so let's 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 let's. Whew, okay, listen. I don't disagree with you. 2028, maybe 2020. Because <laughs> you know it's not going to come out no time. What has it been? Four years since the last one? So it's probably going to be 2028, 2029 for the next one. They already probably are working on the third part in conjunction. Because right now they're just doing final touches. They're probably already hard at work on DLC, whatever the DLC add-on is going to be for this one and already started preliminary work on part three, meaning they're not going to convert the whole game engine over to Unreal 5 just for the final game, especially since that is right around the time that we're looking at a brand new console generation probably launching. It's going to end up being a cross-platform title that's going to be available on whatever the next Xbox and the next and PlayStation six. And you're not going to be able to see the huge advantages that the PS six or the new system can do for, because it's going to be hamstrung by the old, by the current generation titles that we have. So if you're not going to go like all out with the, with the overall um, look of what the new consoles are going to give, you might as well just leave it on the, (laughs) you might as well just leave it on what it's on. And I know you don't want to hear that because I don't want to hear no. that. I know because you don't want to hear because it. Because it's going to it's either. going to look even more dated. Dated by the time it comes out. <laughs> right now, this doesn't look like this is fine. Like like because like you can see them adding more detail to to the environments and and things like that, and and it it's it's better, right? Right, but. It's it's going to come a point in time. Like, there's only so much you can do on Unreal Engine for, and the, I think the kind of things that people are going to be looking for in a game in 2028 are just not going to be possible with the with that game engine that's already outdated right now. It's going to be kind of like, hey, since you brought it up, Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Although it didn't really hold back the Legendary Edition due to how Bioware developed it, but they took, they used a modified, they, they used the modified Unreal Engine 3 mm-hmm. game engine in order to do the remake. And it wasn't because that was a design choice. It was because they had no choice because Epic, oh, I mean, EA was not willing to uh, budget for them to, to do a full transition to Unreal Engine 4. Mm-hmm. So, I just I, I think it might be a mistake if they go go with this with this route for the last game. Hopefully, and I, and it, maybe I'm in a minority here, but hopefully, Unreal Engine Five is actually complete and and by Epic by by this time period, and the transition to move games over to Unreal Engine Five is as they marketed it to be, because clearly it is not as simple as they said it would be, but. We can move on now. We can move on. Um, anything <laughs> else that you 
wanted to say on this before we move out that's actually about the topic and not like you know a random tweet that you sent earlier today cloud's hair looks really weird as you're walking between these rocks right now that's that's the only thing I'll yeah, say. hey visually <laughs> thanks unreal <laughs> engine three <laughs> really i mean but yeah it looks really really weird is that tifa no that's not tifa that is tifa that is tifa. It's, it's, it's young tifa yeah. Oh yeah, it, I was looking like that's not Tifa. That is Tifa. Uh, no, that's it. That's all I have. Let's talk about this next topic that um, got the internet. Well, part. Well, not this part of it. <laughs> it's a part of the Nintendo stuff that does, though. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> uh, Nintendo Switch Two was uh, kind of leaked. Ever. Worst kept secret ever, and also leaked by Razer, um, who was doing the accessories for it. Um, that it was it was supposed to be coming out. Uh, I forgot the exact day, but in September of this year. Well, it has been um, known now. Um, Nintendo has notified their partners, likely uh, Xbox. <laughs> I'm sorry, um, and and as well as other third party publishers that. Um, the game uh that they're delaying the the system to early q1 2025 um and actually i wouldn't i shouldn't say early because i I think for what it has been said is that it might be march but according to the sources the delay is because they want games to launch alongside the console imagine Mm -hmm. wanting game compelling games to launch with a new console i thought you didn't need to do that because i saw you know, you know certain companies not doing that i don't know maybe that's just me um <laughs> nintendo has also told some publishing executives to not expect the console until march 2025 at the earliest like i like i said um my question to you forte is uh how will this help this uh, rumored Xbox refresh that's supposed to be coming out later this year and the also rumored PS5 Pro coming out later this year? Because I was going to say that if the Switch 2 came out this year, it was bodying both of them. Uh, but it's not. So so is that going to help uh, the sales for those two pieces of hardware? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think it's going to help all three if you kind of think about it. I think... Yes, Nintendo, well, PlayStation and Xbox not having to deal with Nintendo during this holiday season, they would have been impacted, like you said, the most due to the fact that, you know, you only have so much money to buy a three to four, maybe 500 piece of hardware, depending on what direction Nintendo goes when it comes to power and everything. So you only got so much money to spend that on that. Now, I will say the reason I say it's probably the best for Nintendo Nintendo's going to sell no matter what. It gives them more time to build a more of a buffer for their system and have more available for people on day one, especially during March, April, uh, if they release in that time period. And then on top of that, so now once they get the system out there, it also gives them a second a second chance to sell a crazy amount of it during the holidays. Because let's be for real, when they come out with the system, if they released it this in like say they released it this holiday, 
you're going to sell every system you're going to have no matter what it's the holidays people people just usually buy up everything when it comes to like consoles and stuff and there's none really anywhere to buy at that point no matter what the console is for the most part uh and that's going to mm. be especially keen for nintendo so they're going to sell out no matter what whatever stock they have for them the biggest benefit is going to be next year so you're going to sell out of all your switches whatever switch to you're going to sell out of that in march and april it's going to sell you're not going to have any leftover and then you're going to have an even bigger sale when the holidays of 2025 come around so you double dipped in one year compared to like looking at it like oh we can release it in november december sell a lot then but then who knows how you how much stock you're going to be able to get back out into the world before the end of that fiscal year for them which i think is in june or something like that mm -hmm. so maybe they only get one good shot during that quarter or during that court that physical year to do it versus now you'll give yourself two shots at it and then you'll have more hardware to like kind of you know saturate the market throughout an entire year versus just one time during the end of a year and then you know not having a lot for the beginning of that next year or anything like that so i think they own the market when it comes to that and it's really they're not in a hurry they're still in pursuit of being the highest selling console ever i think they're still going to sell regular switches on top of this one they're not going to discontinue you, you, you want to silence your phone switch. is that my phone doing that what did you think it was? Oh, I thought that was yours. I just didn't say anything. You know, when you got these headphones on. Listen, when you got headphones on, everything seems muffled, so it sounded like it was coming from your end of it. And I just see I just didn't say anything. Okay, but thank you for saying that. I looked at my phone and I was like, oh yeah, my ringer's on. But um yeah, that's what I think. I think it benefits it benefits Xbox and PlayStation the most, but Nintendo still can find something to gain from it because it gives them two shots at the Apple cart over 2025 versus one big push for 2024. It doesn't slow, and then it also doesn't slow down the momentum of them selling their their console that they have out right now. Um, because I think once they announce this new system. They can forget about people buying it in droves, but I do think if they give it one more good holiday push, that they can sell a lot of switches this year for the people that don't care about, you know, the graphics and fidelity. They just want to get a really cheap entry system for what the switch is, and they can still sell it at their normal price of $299 and $349 because let's be for real, Nintendo ain't dropping no prices until that new switch comes out. Yeah, and I, I do think this delay, uh, uh, whether it was meant to allow um, the switch to to uh, get that, I don't, I don't think they would have delayed it uh, specifically just to give no. the switch uh, extra extra time to beat out PlayStation Two as the most sold console. But I think um, for the, the the reasons of uh, the more important reasons of making sure that you have exclusive content um available for this platform at its launch that that will end up being the eventual result is that the nintendo switch will will uh not have its uh potential sale hardware sales eaten into by um by the switch 2 and it, it will turn out to be the most sold console before the switch 2 launches but since yeah. we're talking about that there was a nintendo direct 
this there week. Was. It, it was a great Nintendo Direct, too. Yeah, <laughs> man. Nintendo <laughs> gamers have got a lot to look forward to. Like, so much mm. content. It's just amazing. Mm. And, you know, and uh, one of the things... Third party, made by them and their third-party third partners. <laughs> really? Like... W- is there is there a particular game that that you remember them showing? Oh, hey, remember when they stealth dropped uh, Hi-Fi Rush last year in February or January, whenever they did it? Guess what? Nintendo was like, "Yeah, we got a stealth drop for you too. It's gonna be Pentiment on day, literally the next day, which is today. They dropped Pentiment on the Nintendo Switch eShop store today." <laughs> Yeah, Pentiment. And this other game called Grounded, you know, yeah, that I'm grounded. showing and gameplay for right now. And I, and I think that's coming out in April. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pentiment is out right now. It came out today. Yep. today. Uh very good, very good story. Obsidian definitely uh put their foot in it. Really, really good, awesome uh game. Um a little bit different of an RPG, but definitely something that I think that if you're you're into great stories and in, in games, you might wanna uh yeah, give it a shot. You know, clearly I ain't give it a shot on Xbox. Hey, so <laughs> hey, give it a shot, give it a shot on Switch, maybe. I don't know. Um I, I, I do think that even though it's it's a game that I enjoyed, I do not think it's gonna matter uh that it's on these other platforms i don't think it's gonna sell but um that said these games were revealed there and interesting enough um these these games are also coming to is is grounded coming to playstation i can't remember yes okay yeah, everything's going to PlayStation. The only game not coming to Nintendo is Hi-Fi Rush. And I think that's only yes. because they're not that and I think that's only because the switch that they have currently isn't strong enough because that game right. needs to run at 60 frames per second right, because of the right. rhythm base. I think they're mm-hmm. saving that announcement to be announced when they come out with the new system. Right. What now? Half our rush is coming to PlayStation though in March, yes, I think. So yep, that that March. that's so. But I think they'll just delay the 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 Switch version for hardware that could actually make sure it runs at like a consistent frame rate. You know, with that mm-hmm. kind of game, with with the the level of the level of um rhythm and and consistency that you need to make sure that you're you're hitting the prompts when you need to to get the bonuses and damage in in combat you don't want that to be a uh a hindrance for you um because the the game is is fluctuating between 15 to 30 frames per second Mm. yeah nintendo did a nintendo direct partner showcase you know what the word partner means, right, Slomo? Yeah, yeah. Third party partners. <laughs> yeah. Third party partners. So, so which which one one of the big three manufacturers of consoles is considered at this point? Yeah, and so my my, my question to you, Forte, um, are you going to play any of these games on the Switch? You know the funny thing? I I will. Uh I feel like Which ones? Oh, I already bought Pentiment. Yes, let's go. I did too. 
and I didn't buy it. On, <laughs> and I never, it, it's in Game Pass, and I never played it in Game Pass. It was like, it oh, was what? like that's. Wait, no, hold up. Pause. Time. Time. Time out. Red it. card. Nope. Yellow flag on the field. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm part of the problem. You're right. So. Go ahead. You I had, had access to this game from day in Game one. Pass day one. day one. You mm-hmm. did not play it. But it shows not. up on the Switch, and day one you bought it. I did day one. You want you want an explanation for that? Yes, I, I need one. I need one. The same reason why I played. Now I actually did play Hi-Fi Rush day one. It and it was mostly due to the fact that it was more content than anything because. They announced it. It was a day and date game. They uh they did it as a shadow drop. So the whole community was talking about it. So mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. It, it was just easy to just jump in. And I and remember I streaked that. I actually streaked it the moment it went live. I streaked it that mm-hmm. day. And I mm-hmm. haven't played it since then because I refuse to. It's like certain games I look at and like Hi-Fi Rush. I feel like that game is going to do better and play better in handheld mode for me like i could pick it up and just play it whenever i want to play it and that's kind of how pentiment feels for me like yes you can play it on your tv but it seems like a smaller experience where i don't have to like dedicate because i feel like if i'm going to sit down to play a game slow mode like on my couch or at my pc i'm looking to dedicate two to three hours at most at that time to playing the game that i'm playing and most of the time, those are shooters or maybe an RPG or something like that. Something that I can get engrossed in that I'm not going to that I can only get that experience really playing on a TV. Mm-hmm. Whereas a game like Hi-Fi Rush and a game like Pentiment, I feel like mm-hmm. I can play those games in like smaller doses and mm-hmm. experience them, experience them like that. And it's only okay, because so, it's on the Switch. It's only because okay. of the Switch. It's so, only because of that. It's no other reason. It's only because so, it's the switch. So, so you, 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 have, you got a phone, right? You got a phone, right? Um, I do have a phone. Do you have you the the Xbox app on your phone? I do. Do you have I'm not streaming the? Uh, it. I'm, not streaming, yeah. I'm not streaming so, it. So you, you're not going to stream it. No, I'm not going to stream it, bro. I, I will stream games. I'm Why just, would I'm, I stream? you know, I'm. I'm just saying you have access to this game in mobile form. I'm not streaming it. I mean, uh, you 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 you've, you've put so many limitations around. It just no. seems like it just it's seems like it's, no, it, it's just I'm not streaming. It, it, dude, it, it just seems dude, like okay, it's so available on it? Nintendo. Would you, stream it? would you stream it? Well, no, I didn't need to because I played it on PC. No, no, but if but if you wanted to play in a handheld mode, would you stream it? No, I'm not the one making the making a crazy stipulation no, that I had no, to play no. it in handheld mode. No, I so think, it doesn't matter to, to me. No. I, I played it. Play. I, I played it on to, my God. PC. Yes. I How sat, long is that game? Like six hours, five hours, something like that. It's not that long. Pentiment, uh, like ten. I think oh, it's like ten. Okay. It's yeah. Not, I, I mean, I, I don't. I don't remember. It, it's. It, it was. It was. Good. It was good the whole time. So I. I didn't. I wasn't really counting. But. Uh, so are yeah. you trying to tell me that I need to play Pentiment on my my PC? Can I have it? I have it right here. I'm looking at it in the Xbox app. I think people, uh, if they really want to play something, they'll play it. 
No, I agree. It, it it just wasn't it just wasn't something. You gotta also remember part of it is because I'm I'm trying to like not use Destiny as every excuse, but I was still heavily playing Destiny at that time too. So a lot of games that I normally would have played or that were interest to me, I just wasn't playing because I was playing that every day. So that is also part of the reason why I didn't play Pentiment day one. But I mean, I understand. Trust me, being a person that I know exactly where this conversation was going to so, go when I so, told you. So I you had what you're saying is that you you yes you had you you thought about it and you was like, oh, I want to play Pentiment now, and you had access to it already. And I spent and money you still spent more money on it over on Nintendo. I did. I did. Fascinating. It very very it, fascinating. Installed it and looked at it for like. It looked at it all. Well, it just happened to be busy at work today, so I didn't get a chance to like really play it, play it yet. But yeah, I installed. I bought a eShop card right there in the store. <laughs> I had some trade credit, and I bought some eShop currency, and I went into the eShop and I purchased the game. And um, yeah, I do not regret it. <laughs> the chat is killing you, I and I'm loving it. I'm loving it. It's it's, Listen, it's I'm loving it. But guess it. what? But guess what? I'm hey, honest hold, though. Hold up. Yeah, yeah. I, I love the honesty. Now I, I want honest. you to honestly answer, answer me these other questions. Okay, outside of pit. So you play? You beat Hot Fire Rush, right? Huh? Yeah. Okay, you beat that. Um, you play Sea of Thieves? Uh, eight hours. I refuse to play that game. Okay, so you're not getting out on PlayStation and, and Switch. No. I'm definitely okay. not playing. I I, I is I enjoyed my eight hours of that game, but I also know I'm not about to go back in there and try to experience that that game again. I mean, I know there's a lot of stuff in there, but I I will leave the eight hour experience that I had when that game first came out as the eight hour experience that it was. Um, what was the fourth game? Grounded. Have you played Grounded? Grounded. I played it on Xbox. Yeah, I played it with it for I played it when it was still in um, early access. All right, you're gonna play it on. I haven't I haven't played the the full version of it. Oh, okay. So, so are, are you gonna play the full version on on no non Xbox no. consoles? Okay. No. Okay. No. No. I, I'm not interested in that game. The only re the only reason I'm interested in Pentiment is because of um, it's because of Obsidian. Um, that's the only real reason that you talk about it so glowingly and I try to take some of your recommendations when it comes to games because I I've been interested in it I just didn't well I, want... I didn't talk glowingly of, of, of grounded no, <laughs> I not, didn't, but... not, we're not grounded no I'm just I'm talking about a pentiment yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I, I I really enjoy pentiment I I recommend that game um, is this gameplay that you went back and just recorded or just from the original moment no i, I went I, I went back and recorded it oh by the way i'm glad you brought that up because uh let me talk about how the xbox app is absolute garbage on pc so this game has been out a year right mm -hmm. um and and i decided wait, you know lucius wait lucius says forte is the, is why xbox is going to die as a platform no look at my gamer score i have over a hundred thousand gamer score i gave xbox my time and i'll continue to give xbox my time i just just listen, not recently listen, <laughs> listen no I, 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 it's no cap i try to do listen when people when i make the when i make videos and i talk about the things i talk about i ain't gonna lie to you i was so in, i was engrossed in destiny 
Okay, we're not going to talk nothing about nothing Destiny else. no more. No, there's nothing else I wanted to play. Slow-mo, you, Slow-mo knows that with 100% fact, facts. I would skip over games that I would normally play. Like, the, to the point where I haven't even beat, like, Mass Effect is my favorite franchise of all time. I have not. Before I say that doesn't change the fact you decided to willingly buy a game on another platform you already had available on the platform that that well, that it, it, it struggled on that, that you had and didn't play. That's the plus. That's why they get coming at you. It ain't because okay. you they you are. you were a they destiny whore for years. It's not because of that. Okay, it's because right, it's because right. of what you did today. I mean, is what is is what they what they. But I would have bought it. But it's a thing though. I would have bought it on. I would have bought if if it was available. Well, it's available to buy. If yes. this was the road, the <laughs> it's available to buy on <laughs> Xbox. To buy on Xbox. <laughs> there's, there's no way out of this. I don't know what you're trying to do. No, you should, it's I'm not just, working, no, man. I'm just saying, if 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 the roads were reversed, I would have bought it on Xbox. It's just a simple fact that at but that you didn't. time, at that time, I had the ability to. It, and this is the whole thing: when you have Game Pass, you're not going to buy the games. Like, why would you pay for a game that you can just play inside a Game Pass when it comes out? <laughs> why? Nobody's going to do that. But, just like, but, just but like, you'll buy the game just, on the Switch. Just like, wait, well, listen. Just like Call of Duty. But you'll buy the like, game on another platform. You want to know a hot take, slow mo? You want to know a hot take? You want to know a hot take, slow mo? Uh, 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 this is a hot take. When Call of Duty releases and they start putting those games day and day in Game Pass, if they do, Call of Duty will no longer be the most highest selling game of the year. But you'll buy it on a PlayStation, though, right? No, heck no. Why? <laughs> I'm, no. I'm messing with you because I mean, it's, it's what you've done here. It's what you've done. I, That's I, what, I'm, one time, one okay. time. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't buy any other game. I bought this game. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I, bought, I bought. I bought Pentiment, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. buy Hi-Fi Rush because those games seem like they mm-hmm. fit the PlayStation, the Nintendo ecosystem, and you know it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know it. <laughs> And everybody in this chat know it too. Did you buy Hi-Fi Rush on, on Xbox? Nobody's bought Hi-Fi Rush. No, I asked you, did you buy Hi-Fi Rush on Xbox? Be, no. be about to buy it on the Nintendo. No, but I guess what okay. I beat it on But guess what? I don't have to. Ladies and gentlemen, Xbox gaming, is, gaming forte. Because Xbox gave it to us for <laughs> gave it to us for the, the, the amount of our subscription fee. I'm, I'm messing with you, man. I'm messing with you. I know you, you are. We're having fun. I, I'm actually having fun with the chat. This is like really, really cool. But I'm always going to be honest, bro. It's like certain games work better in circuit, certain certain ecosystems. And Hi-Fi Rush is going to be an amazing game on the Switch where you can play it on the go. Same thing with Pentiment. You can, it's on a smaller screen, so it's a smaller experience. So you don't have mm-hmm. to be on a giant TV to like, do like it. A, like a phone and mm-hmm. xCloud. Yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> Move on! Move on! Like, you know what? I hear this happening. You know what? I'm gonna prepare myself. I know we're gonna talk about this on, on Scumcast with Luca. Luca's gonna be like, "Are you serious? You literally bought this game and you could have been playing my ribs." My ribs hurt. I've been laughing so hard. I hope they fall out. <laughs> I'm talking all this mess. 
Oh my God. <laughs> Losers against it says Forte will still make an excuse when he gets his Xbox handheld. Listen, if there was an Xbox handheld, this would be a not. This would be a no. Uh, uh, this would be a. Uh, it would be an easy decision. I'll just play it that way. You know what? Hard to be feel. You know, I will say this. I will say this. It, it, this is no cap. If I would have went out and bought that wrong ally, like I was thinking about. I would have I would have probably never bought this on PC. I would never bought that on PC. I would never bought it on Switch. So 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 you're saying that you're giving your your money uh for Xbox games to non-Xbox platforms because they don't have a handheld. Yeah, because I like handhelds. I do. I love handhelds. Well, hey, maybe that's why the we, the rumors that we're hearing are what they are. Um, well, and that would be a good thing if they actually did do it. And I think a lot of people, I think a lot of, and the thing is, I think a lot of those smaller experiences like a Pentiment and like a Hi-Fi Rush will get even more adoption because I think people will download them to play them more in a handheld fortune than they will when they sit down at their TV. Not saying that they wouldn't play them on a TV because look, I played like a couple, like the first day it came out, I played like six hours of Hi-Fi Rush when it first came out. But a lot of people will play even more of it if they have the option to like play it wherever they want to, like Xbox's whole plan is. And handheld mode would be pretty incredible for a lot of the games that they make. Okay. I, I, I lose I lose this fight though because you know you're right. I, <laughs> I, I I did I did go I you know I didn't think about that till I said it, but I'm I'm just not gonna lie to you guys. I'm, it's just how it is. It happened. Okay. Well, I appreciate y'all though. It doesn't I, change I, the I hope you, the Xbox fan though. It doesn't change. I, the I hope you enjoy Pentiment. You know, great story. Hope you enjoy it on your Nintendo Switch, man. Yeah. Um. So moving on. There was also, I think, was this today? No, this is yesterday, right? It was yesterday when they announced the man. That's when I called you. You ain't answering the phone. I called you right after the the reveal of the trailer, and I was gonna say, "Bro, this looks good." <laughs> and what he's talking about is Shadow of the Earth Tree, the long-awaited DLC for Elden Ring. It looks freaking amazing. I can't wait. It's 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 coming out. Uh, they had a date June. It's coming out June, and it is based off of like I, I watch a lot of lore videos on Elden Ring, and they kind of based off the name had already figured out that it was going to be about uh, uh, um, Mikola, the demigod that is. Well, they kind of showed that egg and the arms laying out of it. That's Mikola. And it's, he's like in the form of a child. All the demigods in Elden Ring, they all kind of look, they all have an affliction. Like, like, uh, Melena or Melenia, whatever her name is, the, the one that mm-hmm. bodied all of us, you know, uh, 5,000 times before we finally killed her. <laughs> that she, whole community crying, basically. <laughs> yeah, she she's afflicted with scarlet rot. Like, they all have some kind of affliction, and, and, and Mikola's affliction is that he was forced to have the appearance of a child the entire time. It looks like that has, <clears throat> lore-wise, his, uh, his half-brother 
kidnapped him and did some things to him to try to cure him of his affliction. It looks like mm-hmm. it didn't really do that, but the game looks amazing. The cinematog- the, the 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 art style is is showing through and through from from software yet again. It's supposed <laughs> to have like ten uh, new bosses to fight. There are new weapons they highlight in the trailer. Uh, those new weapons come with new combat styles that I can't wait to get into. I have I've platinumed Elden Ring on PlayStation and also have it on PC for the the mods and stuff. I have an unlocked frame rate and all that good stuff. Um, this yeah. this really got got me thinking about some new builds and stuff because I create four different characters with four different builds: a dexterity build, a strength uh, a strength build. Um, a faith build and an intelligence build and I might just go do some other things now to play around with all these these new weapons that they have available but I this is going to be in my opinion um, if this delivers on expectations and it's from software so it likely will it, it, I think this would be treated the way Phantom Liberty was treated last year and what I mean by that is Phantom Liberty was so good um, and it's it's from a media darling developer, CD Projekt mm-hmm. Red. That games media was treating it as if it was a standalone game, nominating it in categories they ain't got no business being nominated in. And and that's no shade to Phantom Liberty because it was excellent, but shouldn't be up against other standalone game games and award shows. And I feel like. Shadow of the Earth Tree is going to be this year's Phantom Liberty because it's going to be doing the same exact thing. Um, Forte, what are your what are your thoughts on it? Like, are you 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 never really played the Elden Ring, right? Well, no, I will, I am going to jump in. I did buy it over the course of the holidays when it was on sale for like fourteen ninety nine. We had it, so I bought it then. And at that point, I was like, okay, I'm going to wait for. I didn't know how the DLC was going to be introduced into the game. Was it going to be something that you had to go through the end game or is it something you're going to be able to play like in route of playing the game? So my goal was to wait closer to the DLC comes out so I can see exactly how to play it. But um, seeing this just got me super excited. So I might, I'm going to have to play this a little earlier and you know, I'm going to be calling you be like, slow, I need you to help me. What are you playing it on PC? Uh, what are you playing on? You know, don't don't pull a Taz. Shout out to Taz and be like, yeah, I'm a I'm a play. Okay, all right, well yeah, I got it on PC, and, and I and I got this I got this mod called Seamless Co-op because the co-op and and sorry, look, I know from software fans about the about the boo me, but sorry, like from software sucks at co-op. They like they they they. They, it, it sucks. The experience you is not great. Your finger in the air. Yeah, the air. you can wave your finger in the air like you just don't <laughs> care. And then you gotta look at some runes. And then you gotta like yeah. you gotta read a tablet. And then you gotta like you know give a a, a a password to someone. And they gotta put the password in. And then and then they can see your runes. And then they can just stupid. But so they got. But also as soon as you kill a boss or you, like you're kind of stuck to a region you can't go outside mm-hmm. that region when you're in co-op and as soon as you kill a boss the person that's co-oping with you goes away which i never really recommend doing that anyway because especially if say if someone is a much higher level than you 
and they're and they're mm-hmm. you're both play, fighting a boss that boss is scaled up to your buddy that you're co-oping with not you so you really are at a disadvantage when when you co-op bosses so but regardless um this there's a mod called seamless co-op that allows you to go everywhere that's in the lands between which is the the world and if you kill a boss it doesn't kick the the co-op person out of the game so you know it's uh it's the, the the mods on PC are pretty good, so we'll, we'll we'll have a good time with it. All that said, I think um, I, I I think I can't wait for this. I think it's coming out at a great time too, because June is typically a uh, slower time period as far as game releases goes, and I'm not going to feel guilty not playing something that I'm I'm interested in playing because I'm going to be stuck on this for a good month and a half. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I um, think uh shout out to um FromSoft. They announced today, uh either today or yesterday, that Elder Ring has shipped twenty-three over twenty-three million um units of the game, and they have a at they actually sold through twenty point five million to date. Mm. Twenty point five million to date. So there's three million, about three million, you know, copies out there that people haven't bought yet. If, in my opinion, if you have not, and this is just giving some type of uh, just when it comes to buyer information, if you have not purchased the game, purchase it soon because when the DLC comes out, you ain't gonna find Elden Ring for less than sixty bucks anywhere. Because right, right now you can get, you can find that game on Steam or any other place on sale for like twenty nine. $39. If you're interested in this game and you're interested in the DLC, do not wait until the DLC comes out to buy the game because you're going to pay full price for the game at that point. Whereas you could have got it for a lot, a lot cheaper. If you do it now, you got about, I'll say you probably got about a good two months before because the DLC drops in June. So no later than April, if you're interested in this game, go out and buy it, but shout out to them, man. That's, like we talked about it earlier, man. Word of mouth is 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 a mug, especially when it comes to the majority of people that bought this game aren't even into games like this. Um, it's going to be a lot of buzz around this DLC because this is just going to start that crave all over again. And I can't wait to see what people are talking about on Twitter again because that was really fun when it was happening the first time around. Yeah, I gotta remember how to play it again. I I, I installed uh, Elden Ring after looking at the trailer on. Uh, I I still have it installed on PlayStation, but I installed it as uh, reinstalled it on PC, and I started to put the mods in. I was mostly just wanted to test out the uh, unlock frame rate mod, but I I very quickly remembered. I don't remember how to play this game. <laughs> and this is four different builds, five hundred hours on PlayStation, platinum the game don't remember how to play i'm barely beating just random mobs of enemies and i'm just like what the heck i don't remember so like i i need to i'm gonna play it more um and increasingly more leading up to june so i can kind of get my 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 uh my um knock the rust off get my feet wet really get my head into the game before it comes out um but 
Yeah, uh, one quick thing I kind of noticed, and I'll say this before we we move on to our final topic and transition over to to uh, the DPS channel for. So hopefully, hopefully you're ready. Yep, for that. Ready. Um, at the very end of the trailer, they show a woman who's glowing, and she's near the uh, um, she's 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 near she's near the earth tree, I think, and. This is my speculation. I think that's Queen America, who mm. is who is like technically kind of dead ish in the, the the base game, and I think the well, it, it depends because it's like um, talking to other from software fans. They they mostly say that a lot of the the DLCs they do are not necessarily like on a, in a chronological order, like take place after um beating the game but and, and more than likely you're going to be able to access this if you haven't beat the game already uh once it's available at any time just going to the new area which is supposed to be bigger than Limgrave, which is the biggest area and um uh, in the game uh king mixertron says no nah, that's uh, that's mikola mikola is i believe the 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 redhead dude that you're fighting I think that's Mikola, and that and that also looked like a woman, King Metrochon. But I think there was also something in the lore that says that Mikola has transformed into a woman before. I can't remember; it's a lot of stuff. But all that said, I well, we'll see how it turns out. I, I would love that for that to be Queen America, but we'll see. We'll see. Final topic, slow mo. Final topic. Mm-hmm. Final topic is Bill Spencer talks about. We gotta wait just a little bit longer for Call of Duty to hit Game Pass. Now, this has been a topic of conversation across a lot of different medias, not just the gaming community in general, but you know, pundits in the media, a lot of rumors out there why they gotta wait, you know, serviceability when it comes to PC, um, contract disputes when it comes to PlayStation, how how that overall marketing deal might work and so there's a lot of different reasons why uh, a lot of people are speculating why, but we're here basically just to talk about the interview that Phil Spencer did have where he uh, went on. Um, he went out and basically talked about just having to need more time for this game to wait. Now, of course, Phil Spencer was being vague, like Microsoft has kind of been over the course of the last couple of weeks with a lot of different stuff. What was your takeaway with call of duty and why we haven't even seen some of the older titles hit, you know, Game Pass just yet. And we're going into probably what the fourth month that they had complete control of Activision Blizzard at this point. Why do you think we're still waiting? We're still waiting because of the Microsoft store and how garbage it is. <laughs> Good God. We're, it, it's it, just to keep it a buck. That's, that's the reason why we're waiting. We're waiting because the Microsoft store has been so bad on PC that everybody all third-party publishers have been skipping putting their games there for years and whenever they are trying to put games on in game pass and and game pass ultimate the the promise there is that you're getting these games this dual entitlement of these games on on pc as well as uh as well as 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 console xbox and where on pc well the xbox app 
that's how you're getting it through Game Pass. That's the only place on game on on the PC where you can enjoy Game Pass. And so with that said, what this means is all those games that are on the Battle.net and Steam, well, they got to get those those games into the Xbox uh, um, app, the, the Microsoft Store. And that's going to take time. There's a lot of Call of Duty games. They come out a new Call of Duty game every year. And in order to, to get that done, it, it will take some time. Now, not it's not as takes as long as like creating a brand new game from scratch, but it's also not as quick as is pressing a, a, a couple of keys on a keyboard and it's all said and done. You know, it's it, so it's good. I think that's the reason why it's being delayed. Yeah, so for me, ultimately, it keeps coming back to they haven't given any type of reassurance or any direct information on when to expect these games. Um, we're finally starting to see the remnants of some of the ABK games in general, like um, especially on the Blizzard side with Diablo coming uh, very soon. I believe that's coming in May um, of this year. They're dropping that inside of Game Pass. Um, it just, Call of Duty is the one that everybody cares about. And I think the fact that we haven't seen the um, the mainline Call of Duty's hit yet. Uh, and I do agree with your bat, with your overall take on the PlayStation, oh, not the PlayStation store, on the Xbox store front on PC. But why do you think they just, I mean, I understand that it's the Microsoft store, but they purchase Activision Blizzard, which means they own outright own the Battle.net, you know, storefront now. Mm-hmm. They, they literally have a built-in storefront now by just purchasing ABK. And a lot of people were wondering and hoping that maybe this is their way of transitioning the Microsoft store or the Xbox store and not really using the Microsoft store and just rebrand Battle.net to be like, you know, the new hub for all of the Game Pass stuff and on top of any games that you buy on Xbox or anything like that could be housed inside of that ecosystem because the one thing we can't say is Battle.net does, does it works. It is not like that does not work. The games that you buy in there, the games that install in there, the games that are played in there really don't have issues with being played. Now, of course, I feel like you have to open up a little bit of the, um, the networking because you're going to have a heavier server load. But does it really get heavier than World of Warcraft and Diablo think, and all of those type of games I, in there? I think... I think on on in the technical side of things, there's more work for their engineers, their 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 software engineers, um, to do in order to get Game Pass running in Battle.net than simply putting these games into the Xbox app. I think now long term, I think there there likely would be some kind of integration of Battle.net and the Xbox app. Hopefully, where <laughs> The overall experience means that it run things run uh, as smoothly as they do on Battle.net. Um, it is Battle.net's not perfect either. Like I, I've told you before about how like when Call of Duty has constant updates all the time, and yeah. how when I'm in downloading those updates, it like it gets to like ninety five percent completion, and then decides to just go under one megabytes per second for some stupid reason. But um, 
it's not perfect, but it's not as bad as the Xbox app. I, I what I was, uh, I think I, I kind of lost the, the my train of thought about half hour rush earlier when we, earlier in the podcast we I was discussing an issue I had with half hour rush. It's because a year after it launched, you know, and and in the Xbox app, Hi Fi Rush crashed on me before mm-hmm. I could finish the first level, and I'm just like. The, and, and, and people are like, oh, it's one crash, no big deal. The game's been out for a year. It shouldn't be crashing at that point. Mm-hmm, and then this is this is on the heels of me one night trying to play Starfield after their latest update, and I couldn't play Starfield because it was syncing data. And there's a, there's a bug on Xbox uh, app games on PC where it's constantly syncing data. And there's nothing you can do about it. There's no troubleshoot steps that we do anything. You, you, you just gotta let whatever's going on in the background uh, with 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 Xbox get it figured out on their end because there's nothing that that's a problem with you. These things should not be happening, and these things don't happen on other launchers that people consider to be garbage. And and they don't have these kind of issues. You have you having these kind of issues. You being Microsoft means that your your launcher is is among the worst, and everyone has been known that. And this this is part of the reasons why PC gamers don't want to go there. Instead, they will choose to buy your games on Steam. And if your goal is to grow Game Pass, you're you may be fine taking that seventy percent of the revenue off the Steam sale, but you they they want the game pass description more than that and that's they because of how trash the app is they're leaving that on the table now back to BattleNet and in the integration it's probably going to be easier to just get those games for uh well, quicker to get those games into the xbox app than modify the battle net to to have game pass and considering what their goals are, that probably is one of the long-term goals anyway. But if that means that this is about a bigger overhaul to how their their uh, their apps run for for gaming, then they're probably just going to have that be a part of that implementation instead of pushing that uh, kind of a a very minute modification to the BattleNet app as is. So th- that's why I think where we're, where we're, where we're kind of at with that. And that's the reason why it's been delayed. Um, <laughs> my question for you, Forte, is that do mm-hmm. you think, so, so it's rumored that the next game, Call of Duty game is coming out later this year is Black Ops. Yep. Do you think that game? I know we kind of discussed this last week, but mm-hmm. has has your opinion changed on that? Do you think that game is not going to be or going to be in Game Pass uh, later this year? Well, if we go off of if we go off of the interview with uh, Stephen Totillo, he mm-hmm. said he basically said um, our intent is the full portfolio of games from Zenimax. Activision Blizzard and Xbox Game Studios will be on Game Pass day one. Um, he also says we're doing the back end work to make them come to PC and console simultaneously. Uh, so the thing, so he actually named Activision Blizzard games. All the duty, like 
I know we like to grasp at straws when they say, well, you didn't mention Call of Duty. I mean, he actually, he mentioned ABK and that's, and Call of Duty is like the biggest part of that. So I do mm-hmm. believe that the games are going to come day and date. I just, as much as I want to say this Call of Duty is going to come day and date, I don't think this Call of Duty is going to hit day and date. I think because by the time you got to think they have all of the older Call of Duties they had to put out, they're not going to put Modern Warfare 3 in there and then turn around and throw a brand new one, like whatever the new Black Ops game is going to be. I think it's going to be kind of a slow rollout. I think you'll probably see all of it maybe by the spring of next year, because I do think they want to give call of duty a little bit of a chance to breathe at the very beginning. Cause they're going to probably throw black. I can see them throwing black ops three, not black ops three call of duty, modern warfare three in there for the, before the launch of the new one, maybe something over the September or October, they throw call of duty, modern warfare three in there to get people kind of, you know, super hype for the new one that's getting ready to come out, whatever is going to be Black Ops 3. People are going to go out and buy Black Ops 3. And then I do think starting 2025, I think that's when you'll start seeing Call of Duty hit day and day. Not because of any marketing deals, anything like that. I just think they have so many games that they have to put into the portfolio that they're not going to want to put in. And they're, and they're Call of Duty. They're all pretty much the same. They just have different stories. The multiplayer is pretty consistent across all of the games, especially now that they integrated them all into the Call of Duty app. So I think single-player-wise, it won't be a problem. But when it comes to the multiplayer, which is the thing people play the most, they don't want to segregate their, you know, their, their, their base. They want them to kind of stick with one game and move to the next one. And I think their goal is going to get Modern Warfare 3 in there right before the start of the new one, probably a couple months before. That's going to kind of feed into the new Black Ops. And then they're going to, like, use that as the funnel to get people to go to the next one and the next one. So I do think there's going to be a point at this year you're going to get a huge drop of Call of Duty games in there, probably over the summer. I can see a lot of those old Call of Duty hit the back catalog. I just don't see Modern Warfare 3 hitting until the end of the year. And I think that's going to kind of affect them putting uh, whatever the new Black Ops in there day one. But I do think starting next year, you're going to see Call of Duty games hit day and date because that's what he said. But then again, he's also said a lot. And that's mm-hmm. and that's changed over the course of the last couple of years. So who knows? Yeah. Um... Can we can we discuss something we mentioned earlier? Yeah. Can we discuss oh, uh, yeah, so, yeah. so 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 we're starting to see a lot of marketing come out for uh-huh. these 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 four games that are, have gone multi-platform. Yeah. Uh uh not the only four, clearly. Um there're going to be more, but just these four. Have you noticed something odd with these yeah. the way these games are marketed? You have? No, you said have I noticed something odd about how they're marketed? Yeah. The Call of Duty games or just in the way they're no, marketing no, the, in the four. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the, the four games that uh, Sea of Thieves, mm-hmm. Pentiment, Grounded, and Hi-Fi Rush. Have you noticed something odd about those games? They have no, uh, they have no marketing branding on them. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. There's no branding I mean, at two, all on those two games. Of them, three of them are being published by xbox game studios 
with no branding. And and you don't see Xbox Game Studios anywhere. Sure don't. Why do you think that is? Oh man, well, there's a lot of reasons that could be. <laughs> I mean, is it because you think they don't? I don't know. That's a good question because even even MLB when they talk about it. I don't think the commercial says it's going to Xbox. It shows the PlayStation logo, but mm-hmm. when you're on, but when you're on the console, it does show a PlayStation logo. Yeah, it does. Yes, it does. It does show it, it. It looks like when Sea of Thieves shows up on PlayStation, you're not going to see Xbox Game Studios. Which would be on the splash screen as the game's loading up. That would be... So you think that would be the compromise for PlayStation allowing those games to be on their platform that they don't have marketing saying Xbox on them? I don't know why. I, I don't know. I, I I really don't know why. I mean, because that, why that, would that, you? That would be. But that's showing. But but see, that's the thing though. That kind of shows off. I mean, that's not. Yes, it's Xbox branding, but it's more about sh- telling people who the game is from. Right. And then, and and then wouldn't you want to be promoting your your brand and your platform so that if people really enjoy this game, then hey, they uh, look for the, more games from those people. Right. On your platform. <laughs> where where those games are supposed to be. So it's just like it, it just seems like yet another um way that they are just I'm just going to keep it up. They don't care about the Xbox brand. I don't think I'm not, that doesn't mean they're not going to make hardware, but I don't think they care about the Xbox brand. I don't think they care about the promoting the brand and pushing it. I mean, like, like people try to minimize the people talking about this, but on their website, I went back in the Wayback Machine. You've seen this forte. Yeah, I showed we did it to it together. you. Yeah, we did it all together. At, at one point last year, every webpage that that promoted games coming soon had, and, and you've seen how these webpages look, where you 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 go to the webpage for say Hellblade Two, and then yep. you start to scroll down and you start to see it's like marketing for everything that is surrounded around that particular game. At one point in time for Hellblade 2 and Forza Motorsport, when you would go there, you would see the logo of Xbox Series X slash S. You would see that branded logo that they have there. That would be the uh the the signifier that this this the consoles that this game is going to are these consoles. And then as you scroll down you would see uh, a little like small little marketing for Xbox Series X and S. It will show you a, a picture of both of the consoles together, and and then you know the whole marketing blurb on it. And you scroll down a little further, and there's Game Pass there. If you look at it now, they've taken out everything that says Xbox Series X and S. It mm-hmm. just says console. And when you scroll down, the blurb, the marketing blurb, that's the it was the first thing there for the Xbox Series X and S is gone and it just skips the game pass. And I'm just mm-hmm. like it does. 
why are you no longer marketing a product that you still sell? And if people don't believe what I'm saying, go to the Xbox webpage, take the link, go into the Wayback Machine, which is another webpage where they 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 will they have archived the older versions of of that webpage and look for yourself. Huh. It's 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 odd. So I say all that to say. They, they just don't care See, about okay. this anymore. So it's hard to say they don't care because they spent seventy billion dollars. No, they, so they don't they care, care about the Xbox brand. But they they care 70... about they care about making money in gaming. But that's the but Xbox they don't care brand. about the Xbox. They can't no, do it's it. No, it's they not. Can't it's, do it's it not. They can't do it without. Listen, initially they, they took... can't. X, they took the word Xbox off of Game Pass. It's not just Xbox. Well, it was Xbox Game that, Pass. Now it's just long, Game Pass. Well, they, did, they did that a long time ago. That was they, they are that. removing Xbox out of the the the, the marketing uh, out, of, out of, of, the lexicon, of everything. Out of the, out the lexicon. lexicon, yeah, yeah. That's Xbox Game Studios p- p- publishes this game. Okay, so on on Nintendo Switch, we're just going to take that out. We're just yeah. going to say it's it's made by Obsidian. It's made by Rare. Shout out the Rare ah. dropping. Shout out the Rare you dropping. Know, their very first. publishes. Bethesda publishes High Five Rush, and I saw in the 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 marketing for High Five Rush, I see Bethesda there. Yeah, you don't see. Yeah, mm, not that. <laughs> I'm just saying. You see the publisher for that game? You do, you do, but you don't see. Yeah, yeah, that does. Yeah, when you think about it, you would think, yeah, uh, you can see it. These, if you if you just take see it, these by itself, that is the of all of those games. That is a true Xbox Game Studio. Not one that they purchased over the course of the last five years. They purchased that right. years ago. Like they've been rare's been with them since 360. Since 360. So that is a that is a legit Xbox game studio. And the fact that it doesn't even show XGS on the on the splash screen where it does the little animation with the swirl that goes around Xbox Game Studios. Uh I wonder if it I truly wonder if it has something to do with the fact that it's because they are still a platform holder. And X and they just don't want the word Xbox in it. Like do they do they like but so that's how, a, how do you explain the website then? Well, that's yeah, well well listen, it's, that's it's, it's Xbox.com. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's completely different. It's it is it's Xbox.com. So, but it's but I don't know. It part I it's 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 very hard to, and I can see why a lot of people are upset about this because it's like they don't know what to think. It's like all of this messaging makes you feel like, how can you go from? I think everybody because they were super. 
happy that Microsoft plunged. And 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 remember, we kept saying that Xbox finally or Microsoft finally gave a dang about gaming. But I don't think everybody <laughs> I don't think people knew that this would be the overall, you know, repercussions of Microsoft caring about gaming. I, I was talking to shout out to JD. I was talking to him earlier. I was talking to my brother. Shout out to him. And that was a great show with you guys last week. Uh, I was talking to him and I was like, you know, when you go out and spend seven billion dollars on Bethesda, it's like, OK, we're going to give you the tools that you need in order to you know, keep the ship selling in the direction you wanted to go in. You, you only got four first party studios. We spent a lot of money. Now you're up to like 23, you know, with all these acquisitions. So Microsoft spent a lot of money about probably $10 billion, probably a little bit more than that on acquisitions of all of these studios to get them to the number they were at. They were fine with that. I think though the oversight stayed the same. Phil Spencer still had complete control of everything going on with Xbox. As he, and I still think he has that today. But the difference is when you spend $70 billion, that's a lot different. That's, that's a whole different level of oversight right there. It's like you're, you're, it's like the oversight that is over, over Xbox itself. Now, Microsoft just can't turn a blind eye to that no more. It's like, yeah, there's gotta be a lot of things that change with the, with the purchase of something like Activision Blizzard. So I do like to this point, everybody believes it. There's a lot of agendas and there's like a, a war going on between Xbox and, and, and Microsoft themselves. But I also think nobody expected this to be the outcome on the Microsoft side where everybody kept saying Microsoft, they, they got time. They're going to make all this money back. But people thought Microsoft was going to be patient and be like, yo, this, this money could just come as it's going to come. But that's not guaranteed because who knows? Call of Duty may not be the juggernaut it is 10 years from now. You may not make that's as much true. money. You may not make as much money off of Call of Duty, you know, 15 years from now. Like, you know, we all may look at Call of Duty and say, oh, man, that game's never going to die. There was also a moment where I thought Halo would never die either. Because, you know, we went from spending billions of dollars in marketing on Halo when it came to Halo 3, and look where Halo is now, just over, what, 15 years later? So who's to say Call of Duty is going to have the same, you know, the same, you know, staying power? It's been good to now, but other games are coming out. You know, we went through the live service, you know, part of uh, of gaming, and, you know, some people made it through, some people didn't. But, you know, everything has to come to an end. So Microsoft's probably looking at it like we need to strike while the iron's hot. We need to put these games in more places. You know, we got to make sure that we monetize um, our content. If we're not going to sell it on our platform, we're going to sell it on others. Um, we're not going to put this game directly into Game Pass because even knowing that Phil Spencer said in this quote, that you know all Activision games and you know Bethesda and Zenimax games and you know Xbox Game Studio games are going to be in Game Pass. The only ones that haven't shown up in there are what the Activision games, especially Call of Duty. So you know the ones that matter the most, honestly, the ones that have the chance of bringing more people into the ecosystem. So it's really, it's, it's a strange time if you're an Xbox gamer. I mean, you know, 
they're giving you a lot of choice, but at what, at what, what's the consequences to that? You know, Slomo, I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> well, the consequence looks like to me is, uh, I don't think this is a bad decision. Uh, I think you still think it's a bad decision. It's a it. terrible decision. It's it's a terrible decision, in my opinion. That they're, it's, that they're putting the games in other places. I mean, Call of Duty, they can't help yeah. because of, of regulators and stuff. But right. You, right. You still think, so, you still think stuff just that you're forced to games. do. Yeah, no, no problem. And, and people bring up Minecraft as if Minecraft wasn't already everywhere before they acquired it. Like, that's not like uh, uh that, that that's not them reneging on promises and, and statements that they've made this is about devaluing the platform that you created it's about stating this is you know we made these acquisitions to provide exclusive content to xbox gamers and then doing the opposite and sure, there are going to be people who say, oh, well, I, you know, that, I don't think this is a big deal. The majority of those people are also like myself, where they don't play primarily on Xbox. And so they're selfishly talking about how it's not that big a deal because it's not that big a deal to them. I'm speaking on a grander scale. Me personally, this, these decisions don't affect me personally. When it right. comes to how I engage on Xbox, with Xbox games, I would would have been playing them on PC, and after the decisions they made, I'm still just going to be playing them on PC. Yeah, but outside of just what this does to the Xbox only gamer, who there'll be some that's like, I'm still playing these games, so what? But they've devalued their platform when they take their exclusive games and they put them on their rival platforms mm -hmm. it, it's, it's signaling to third-party developers that they even they don't believe in this platform even they don't believe that they that this platform is all they need for sales so why should i put my games here especially when you already sell games less than both of your rivals it's it's a reach for me to even put my games here to begin with now I really don't feel like it's it's necessary. We're gonna it's it's like it's a slow erosion that you will see continue as, as it goes further. And we saw people, you know, out on in social media complaining about yet another game. Um, uh, I can't remember which one it was, but the uh, game revealed today that is even going to PlayStation Four. But it's not coming to Xbox Series X and S. Yeah, that's what I heard too. You got you got mass, and it's not just small games. Big games like Genshin Impact, still not on Xbox. Still, Final Fantasy fourteen just getting on Xbox. I mean, like. People gotta stop ignoring this stuff at some point. And 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 and, and we've heard the arguments. Oh, it's just a Japanese thing. It's just Japanese developers. Genshin Impact is Chinese. They are not the same. K 
Korean developer skipping Xbox is not Japanese. They are not the same. We, we, people got to come to terms with what, where, where this is going. And I don't like when I see this and then knowing how PlayStation can be, I don't want to see how PlayStation is treating the video game industry next generation. I don't want to see where they price their hardware at. You know, before they revealed the PlayStation 5, remember back in 2020, it was this long standoff between them and Xbox and who would reveal that price first? Mm-hmm. I really kind of feel like they both wanted to go at $600, but they knew the other, you know, probably wouldn't. And so they didn't. PlayStation will have no such, uh, no, no such, such, uh, concerns or, or any kind of, kind of reservations to do that next generation. Hmm. When your 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 competitors are even less competitive, yeah, there's this just there's no need need to do that. Price it, price it however you want to price it. What what are the repercussions going to be for you know when when you are dominating the console gaming um, hemisphere, as well as, as as well as Nintendo as well, right and you don't have much competition to stop you from doing so. Software-wise, you know, how they price their games, how they price their services. We've already seen it with them raising prices of PS Plus with zero additional benefits to those who who have those services. I canceled. Because for me, it's it's it's, it's not necessary for me, but for those who are primary PlayStation gamers, who play their online multiplayer games through PlayStation. You, 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 that's a tough pill to swallow. Right. And so it's, it's not just, well, this doesn't really do anything to, to, to Xbox gamers. No, there's a lot of implications to this stuff. And I don't like, and I made a tweet about this earlier because I'm kind of sick and tired of seeing some of these engagement merchants um i i call them engagement merchants and i and and they are people who lack any kind of integrity whatsoever because even when they get called out for their foolishness that their only response is oh i I can't change my mind no you can't change your mind because as quickly as you for you to be changing your mind this quickly which always seems to coincide with you know the corporations changing their mind you just seem like a shill not that you changed your mind. You just don't seem to have any integrity or any opinions that are your own. Or if you do have opinions that are your own, you're making sure that your opinions aren't preventing you from getting the bag. Hmm. And I'm sick and tired of these people taking anyone who disagrees with them about exclusives and calling it console war garbage or console war jargon or People are just being console warriors. And it's just like, you can't put everybody all in the same box because that's not it. You can't say that every argument 
against this is just a console warrior argument. Even the ones that are well thought out and bring data to the discussion. Like, sorry, I, 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 you're not going to gaslight me into thinking this is just a console warrior thing. I'm not even a console warrior. I'm a primarily PC gamer. So when I tell you I think this is bad for the industry, and I, and I give reasons why this is bad for the industry, and I show where the, the, the platform is right now and due to why the, where this platform is where it is right now and how these things could make it worse, your argument back to me can't be, oh, you're just console warrior. Oh, oh well, no, you, you just don't have a counter argument, so this is your, your, your lame excuse. Mm-hmm. And I'm just kind of tired of seeing this the these statements being made by clear disingenuous bad actors who do not care about the gaming industry do not care about the gaming community all they care about is making sure that they still get their access and it's obvious when you see them championing exclusives for other platforms and that those games and not bringing up the fact that the company who publishes those games or got the marketing for those games is clearly pro exclusives. But then when it comes to Xbox, Oh, now you're, you're, you're anti exclusives. Mm-hmm. No, what you are is anti integrity. Cause you have none. Because you're going to say whatever it takes to make sure that you get the next big release early so you can brag it on the timeline to everybody about how you've been playing this game. So, miss me with that. Now, uh, sorry with that tangent. I just... (laughs) I I am... A lot of people have those type of takes right now. I mean, you're... I mean, you know, look at some of the most starts you know, Xbox supporters like Tim dog. And he's like, through. like, I've never seen like, and I, and I expect it because those are people that went really hard for the brand and they're through with all, with this whole direction that they're going in. And like I said, it doesn't bother me to the extent as it bothers other people, because I'm pretty much like you, I, even though I don't identify you know, more as a PC gamer, I but I have the ability to play those games wherever I want to. So, you know, it, it's kind of hard to take the play, take that stance and say, this is wrong. This is stupid that you're doing this because it, it you know, I, it doesn't matter to me. I just want to play good games and play them wherever I can play them at. My only thing, like I said, the only, and I made a video about it. My only pushback on this whole thing is, you know, if you want to keep Xbox, it, it maybe this goes back to the thing you said earlier, where you was like, this is like almost a death nail to the brand. You know, if Halo was to make a move like this to me, then there's really no Xbox anymore. You know, at this point, you're a glorified publisher that just happens to make a console. And so the thing I want to ask you, well, two things I want to ask you, what do you think this means long-term because we see Microsoft going in this direction. So at this point we have to assume that everything is going. I mean, it's, it's mm-hmm. kind of, it's kind of stupid for you not to assume that everything's going based off the stuff they've been saying. So what do you think this is going to mean for PlayStation, you know, in particular, because I think Nintendo is just, 
you know, they're going to benefit by proxy just for the fact that they have one of the most successful consoles out there, but they don't really act in the same lane as PlayStation and Xbox do. So how do you think this is going to affect PlayStation in general in a good way or a negative way with Xbox making these type of moves? I think um, for them, it, it, it makes them the, the work they do a bit easier. I think they uh, they they won't need to push so hard on the marketing front. Um, I think their studios and, and they talk about this all the time about how they're self motivated and not motivated in competition of other uh, rival platforms, but within competition of themselves. I think some of that is cat. I think mm-hmm. some of that is is uh, just you know marketing, so to speak, and marketing of a brand, which is good marketing. But I think in, in, in practice, when you don't have that level of competition anymore, I, I, I think it's natural to expect people, some of these studios to relax and relent mm-hmm. and not push as well. And you, you're, I, I think uh, Hiroki, the interim CEO, uh, if you look at the, some of the words that he said, they already are deciding due to how the industry has been moving to push back on on some things and 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 wanting the studios to understand the business better um and and he i i believe where where we're at with that is that we may be seeing budgets shrink a little mm-hmm. and that doesn't necessarily mean the quality of the games gets worse but you may not see the level of like cinematography that we see and that the leveraging of Sony uh, pictures and, and, and mocapping everything, performance capture, everything. All, we, may, we may not see that in all the games and, and it may not be fully necessary anymore. And, and, and they, they might put their foot off the throttle. Who knows, right? But financially, this would be great for Sony, but for gamers, this, you know, we don't give a crap about fun really right. about sony's financials i don't care you know uh if, if you're an investor in 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 sony sure you're probably benefiting from this and and hey you you may be somewhat <laughs> conflicted as you as you look at your dividend and then you're also looking at what they're doing to the industry but as right. a gamer I, I i don't less competition is never good it's never good in any industry and so this is I think this is where we are. I think that's where that's that's where PlayStation is is, is heading towards. Yeah. Um uh, it's it's man, why do I feel why do I feel like it's the death of a family member when it comes to because you never expect like not slow-mo. Just think about all of the what just think about all of the podcasts in all of the conversations being had about the court case with ABK. Cause let's be fair, this is all stemming off of the ABK. Like, I feel like if, 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 if Microsoft would have never purchased Activision Blizzard, maybe the, it might've been a completely different conversation around um, Xbox. Cause you know, if you look, cause we got all that leaked emails and information about Phil Spencer saying that if they don't hit a certain threshold inside the game pass subscriber numbers that they might have to rethink what they're doing inside of the gaming in general. So he also said in the same, um, that 
Activision Blizzard isn't the plan to see accelerator to the plan. So maybe ABK had to be purchased for Xbox to even exist, which is kind of crazy when you think about it. But that's what this kind of feels like at this point, because I think people always looked at Xbox and said, Xbox won't fail because Microsoft's behind it. Microsoft is Microsoft can fund this to oblivion if they want to, and they'll lose, you know, Microsoft is going to lose all this money. But I always thought people didn't really look at the, the finer points of that. Microsoft's in it to make money too. And they're not going to just continue to keep losing money because guess what? The reason they made trillions of dollars and the reason they are the most wealthiest company in the world is because they don't typically lose money and none of their divisions typically you. lose money. Yeah, go ahead. Big question for you. So, so, so they're, they're making these moves and I, I'm a, I'm going to say this. I, I, I am 100% in the, in the belief that you're going to see one of those big, uh, matter of fact, not one, you're going to see the majority or maybe all of these big, xbox ip heading to these other platforms too right maybe not you know right away but it's coming and, and it's it's coming fast pause um what if these games don't sell on other huh? platforms no that's listen that's a whole what other if story. they did all this and still and don't get still no traction don't sell. and still get no traction because that's because look this outside of you buying pentiment you know weirdly on the switch <laughs> when you had it available on already on xbox so i'm sorry just, you doing that i do not see pentiment sea of thieves yeah yeah hi-fi rush or grounded getting major traction on these other platforms maybe hi-fi rush on switch maybe maybe hi-fi rush period i don't know maybe that might be the only one but the rest of them no and i and 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 i can see two scenarios where they they look at this and they say oh we chose the wrong games let's choose better games or if they were a uh a, a, a commercial success they say "Ooh, we're making more money let's put more of our games over there either way they're putting more of their games over there right but if this is not if this sells terribly what really what then you gave up you you damaged your brand to get the bag and you didn't even get the bag yeah hmm so to answer that question it actually is an easy a easy answer to it i think like i said earlier or, or a couple of podcasts ago, Xbox or Microsoft got the chance to see up close and personal what revenue at the level of ridiculousness, ridiculousness you can see inside a gaming could be, which they got with Call of Duty. So they saw those numbers really come in and see what they could be making in gaming, and that's just with one game. And that's not even seeing the whole portfolio of what they're doing in mobile. They literally became the third most important part of Microsoft inside of Microsoft above Windows, which was unfathomable a year ago. I mean, nobody ever thought Xbox would be that far up there. So 
as long as they as long, this always goes back to Call of Duty. As long as games like Call of Duty and the mobile division can stay where they are, then I don't think it would really hurt them as much. But to your point, ain't a lot of people out, like I said, I why people mad. A lot of people ain't out here looking for pentiment. A lot of people ain't out here looking for Sea of Thieves and, and, and Grounded and, and uh, Hi-Fi Rush. Those aren't games that are going to move the needle. That's why I wasn't really upset about those titles because there are games that move the needle. Starfield moved the needle for Xbox in a good or a bad way, depending on how you took it or how you perceived the overall narrative and discussion around Starfield. It moved the needle. It, it had 10 million people playing it on Steam. We don't, it had a crazy amount of people playing it inside a game pass. Uh, so it moved the needle. I believe games like Hellblade are going to definitely move the needle on Xbox because that's a lot of, that's a game that a lot of people are looking for. I don't know how much it's going to move on like Steam. It might, it might just because it's an anticipated game might do really well on Steam, but I expect Hellblade to do really well on Steam. Uh, when, if it ever does, whatever it does, cause I'm not going to say when it does, whenever it does come to PlayStation, I think it will do well over there because it was a game that was born on PlayStation cause it was there first. So, but not every title is going to do that. You know, Elder Scrolls six, when it finally does come out. If they do the if they do what a lot of people think they're gonna do and do the two prong approach and put it in Game Pass day and day and make you wait to play it on competing platforms, you know, still day and date on PC, but when it comes to like other consoles, make you wait six months to a year or whatever that's gonna be. I can see some people waiting, but I can see a lot of people buying consoles for that. But ultimately, the majority of the games they put out, a lot of people are gonna buy because they didn't People didn't want to buy the games. They buy an Xbox to buy those games. And that's the whole thing gaming is. They have to entice you to want to purchase the platform in order to buy it. And that's the whole thing that leads back to the 360 generation. I am a full thought that Xbox 360, most of its, most of its is love. And it definitely deserved it because they, they did the thing back then. Most of their love was garnered from the fact that it came out first. It came out at a cheaper price. Because PlayStation was super, super expensive. $600 for a brand new console was ridiculous. Xbox 360 was 200 almost $300. I think it was $300 less. Or $200 less, which is back then was a ridiculous deal for at 2005. And I think a lot of people that normally are PlayStation gamers, and this is the one thing I will always give B Money his credit for. He says it all the time. People don't like Xbox like that. Like people say they like Xbox like that, but they don't. No, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, a lot of people they don't they don't really care for Xbox like they say they do. Like, yeah, there's people out there like Tim Dog and them, and like me and you. We we grew up disliking games, so of course we liked Xbox. Xbox was cool. We like that. We like what Xbox brought. But a lot of those people that bought Xbox 360s, they were just gamers, and PlayStation just wasn't viable for them at that moment. But guess what? The moment PlayStation became viable people bought a PlayStation. 
So that was the reason you saw such a divide between Xbox and PlayStation back in 20 in 2005, all the way through 2011 to where that generation pretty much came to a screeching halt. A lot of people that own Xboxes bought PlayStations when they finally could buy a PlayStation because it was a reason to buy one. Ever since 2011, Xbox didn't give gamers that are on the PlayStation side, like true PlayStation gamers, they didn't give them a reason to buy an Xbox. People were always going to buy an, a PlayStation. I always bought a PlayStation. I'm a place. I grew up playing Nintendo and PlayStation was my first. Well, it wasn't my first 3D system, but it's the one that I really like went hard in gaming in the original PlayStation, PlayStation 2. Everybody that's of our age pretty much had a PlayStation. Xbox did something different. They brought an ecosystem with games, uh, the the ability to communicate with your friends online in a more seamless way. Oh, 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 what, what kind of games do they bring? Uh, exclusive games. And okay, shooters. yeah, just just, shooters, just, just, want, just want to make sure that we were we were talking about that. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. exclusive games, exclusive, <laughs> yeah, exclusive games. They brought games to the ecosystem. Like I told, I always told you, I was going to buy Halo on PC. And I went out and bought a graphics card just to play that game because it was being marketed for that game. And I instantly switched up my whole thought process when Microsoft bought them. I complete. I still had the graphics card, but I was expected to be a PC gamer at that point. I turned into an Xbox gamer the moment that that game came out. And that was the reason I bought it. And then all of the other things that Xbox offered kept us in the ecosystem. But we never, but that's the thing though. We never stopped being fans of other platforms. I never stopped being a fan of Nintendo. I never stopped being a fan of PlayStation. Xbox just happened to be the platform that I wanted to rock with consistently all the time because they were giving me the stuff that I cared about the most. The experience of playing with my friends and really good exclusive games that you couldn't play anywhere else. And over the course of a 10 year period, Xbox lost that. They stopped producing games. They stopped. They started closing first-party studios. They went all the way to 2014 with four first-party studios, bro. How do you? How can you be a platform holder with four first-party studios going into 2015? And then it takes you four years to fix that problem by purchasing all the studios you did. Now, I think they got bit by the bug of bad luck due to the fact that COVID really, really set them back. And it just happened to be the fact that they bought all those studios at the wrong time because all those studios had um, obligations to other publishers that they were making games for, for other platforms. So they were never going to see the return of investment with their own player base, with the games that they were making, because those games were already committed to somewhere else. This is when you were supposed to be as a gamer of an Xbox was supposed to be like, I get to enjoy the fuse of the labor of what Xbox did for us over the course of the last six to seven years. But now they feel like we ain't good enough. They feel like gamers on Xbox aren't good enough. So we're going to give these games to other people. And that's where everybody's upset about it. So just to put it all in perspective, Call of Duty, who knows what they're going to do with that game? That game could be in, it could be in Game Pass next year. It could be in Game Pass the year after that. They could slow walk this whole process. But it's just the fact that the Xbox that we all grew up loving is not the same Xbox that's there today. It's a completely different Xbox with a completely different mindset, which is more in line to what the vision of Microsoft is. 
And that's the thing that people got to realize. Microsoft is about services, business, monthly active users. It ain't about how much you're selling when it comes to like a piece of hardware. They've been out of the hardware business a long time ago due to the fact that they're trying to find a way to offload Windows so it's not even part of a, of a machine at this point. It's all virtual at that point. So that just kind of lets you know where that company's moving at this point. But just remember, if anything that I said, just remember this. We were all fans of something else before Xbox even got here. And as much as everybody wants to say they love Xbox, and I love Xbox because of what they gave me as a gamer, and I'll never forget it. I'll never forget taking a TV, a Trina, a Sony Trinitron that weighed almost 100 pounds to another dude's house to play Halo. That was some great times in my life. I'll never forget it. But guess what? I also will never forget I stood in line in 2000, what was it, 2000, 1995, and got my PlayStation. I'll never forget that I got my PlayStation 2 and stood in line at Best Buy when Madden came out for the first time and they put stadium lights in the game. And that was literally the reason I bought uh, a PS2 at that time is because Madden had stadium lights because I was a huge sports fan back then. Those are all reasons that I bought that system and I never left away from being a gamer that enjoyed stuff like that. And guess what? There are way more gamers like that than there are gamers like me that are willing to buy multiple platforms and take advantage of the ecosystem no matter where you are. Play Microsoft got lucky in 2005 that PlayStation wasn't ready and that they had a really good offering of games that got people into the ecosystem and they knocked it out of the park with first party and third party and second party deals that you couldn't get anywhere else. But once PlayStation caught up and, and, the, and the gamers that supported PlayStation started buying their system, Microsoft got a chance to see exactly what they were up against. And that, and, and I feel like at that point, that's when they lost it because they kind of gave up on not just gaming. I just felt like they didn't do what they needed to do back in 2011 to keep that momentum going. I'm done preaching. I mean, what do you got? Anything else you want to say on this slow-mo? No, nah, not really. It's uh, I, I think, I think we've nailed everything. It's, it's, we will see this year. People, we're going to see more of the, I, I think of the Xbox community turning their back on what Xbox is, 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 xbox's direction as the year goes on and more yeah. games are revealed to be coming to be being multi-platform because there are people who are out here just like oh it's just these 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 games no one cares about yeah and they're they're not really they're not really seeing what's really happening here you know you know like you you want to hold the line and 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 that's fine but you know you 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 holding the line and and there's there's no line behind you. <laughs> the, the, the people you holding the line for not standing with you. Mm -hmm. You know you 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 want to be the vanguard in that battle, and the the vanguard is is supposed to have have you know reinforcements coming in behind them. They ain't nothing coming because the people you holding the line for are not not holding the line for you too. They they not on the yeah. on the battlefield with you. Yeah. And 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 I think people will see that for what it is as 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 this year goes on. 
more of these games going to other platforms and you getting nothing back. Yeah. In terms of games from other platforms coming coming to you. They they you know the people were misinterpreting Hiroki and trying to think that he's talking about PlayStation games going to to Xbox that he he mm-hmm. wasn't talking about that. No, he, yeah, that was a whole other thing. People were trying to well see he's doing the same thing. You know, he literally said the platforms that they wanted to focus on along with say keeping the keeping what is special to them important, which is the PlayStation brand. <laughs> I mean, you can't say it any any different than that. Now, guess what? That can change in the future. Just like everything else can change. Just like they just like they was not putting games on PC five years ago. Who's not to say that day and date isn't in their future? But I'm not about to until they actually come out, start talking like Xbox is talking. I'm not gonna say they're gonna do day and date. I mean, I have an idea that they might start doing it, but I'm not committing to that because they didn't say anything that make us feel like they're gonna commit to that. But ultimately it it's just man, it it, it I think that real Xbox gamers get a bad break because they're real fans. I do as much as I, as much as I do see a lot of people capping when it comes to like all of the stuff that's going on, I feel their pain because guess what? They probably grew up in a, in a world where Xbox was the predominant platform and they never really experienced all these other ones. Now, now the ones that are older and be capping and, and they definitely played the Genesis and PlayStations and all that other stuff. They understand what the lineage of all these other systems and stuff are. So those are the people that I look at like, okay, dude, you're, you're kind of, you're kind of being a little extra when it comes to this, but there's a lot of gamers out there that literally bought Xbox and they bought into the ecosystem and, those are the ones I feel bad about because they're the ones that's getting kind of jaded and kind of screwed over in this whole thing because they told, like, when you talk about hold the line, there are some people that held the line to a fault. They believed everything Microsoft said. They hung on every word that they said. And the direction that they're going in now, like I said, it's not, it's not terrible. Slow-mo thinks it's the worst thing ever because it's killing the brand. I'm just disappointed that they didn't give it. They could have made these changes at any time. They just happened to make it or they're happy to making, making it happen during a time where they're going to have the most exclusive games. Well, quote unquote, exclusive games at this point that are releasing on their platform and they can really gauge, like they could really gauge what the Xbox community could be about. They could do that right now. I mean, they, I mean, but, that, but that's that's also part of the problem, right? Is that like they didn't even give their game they didn't give them a chance. chance to, that's the thing. Yeah. No chance. Go ahead. No, go ahead. That's what I was saying. But go ahead. Yeah, they, they didn't give it, even give it a chance to actually work. Right. The, the way the way that they said they were trying that they were trying to do it. Like this. This isn't like people making up a narrative. This is people using the words that they said before about what they were were acquiring these studios for and 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 accepting it as is and it's just <laughs> it's it's them changing and giving up on the th- very things that they said that they were 
they were making these moves for before they even give them opportunity to uh, to to work. You know, I said before that like they acquired studios uh, when he first started acquiring studios and publishers back in 2018. That some of those studios haven't even dropped a single game on the Xbox yet. In fact, they still haven't. <laughs> and and oh, but before they can drop their game, and 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 they freely admit, as we all know, the AAA development takes longer now. Yeah. So it's, here we are on year six of those some of those studios, not quite six years yet because they were acquired in the summer and it's still early, you know, very early 2024. But five years in, nearly six years in, and and you're like, eh, too late. We're not we're not going to wait. We're not going to see this process through. Right. Yeah. So. I don't know. I don't yeah. want to rant. I don't want to cry about it. I don't want to rant about it no more. It's just super upsetting to just see the community act the way that they're acting because I do think there are people out there that are a little upset about it and they have every right to be because if you listen to what Microsoft said, you took them at face value of what they were saying and you didn't listen to every little Phil Spencer interview or every uh Saudi Nadella interview or conference that he did where they talked about exclusives he hates exclusives or you know Phil Spencer talking about he wants to have an open ecosystem where gamers can play wherever they want to if you didn't listen to everything these develop these um these executives said then you would think that the Xbox console was the most important thing to them because you would think that they went out and spent $77 billion in acquisitions, probably closer to $80 billion in acquisitions, just so you could have exclusive games on your platform. And just to find out in the year 2024, that wasn't the case. So food for thought, but you know, it's, it's upsetting, but it's gaming. At least we know we'll still be able to play those games no matter where we are. Um, and you have the option now to decide if you want to stick it out with Xbox and keep purchasing games. I wouldn't be a person that gets rid of a console because I don't think it's that serious. Yeah. Don't go out selling your Xbox because you're upset. Like don't be that type of gamer. You can still speak with your wallet by um, not supporting certain things that are coming and then make a decision when it comes to next generation, you know, cause I think, Ultimately, that's going to really what's going to spell it out for Microsoft next generation when they talk about making this brand new console that they're supposedly make, which they are making because it's already been not announced, but they you know openly talked about another generation. I wonder how many people are going to buy into that ecosystem with the direction Xbox is going in, knowing that PlayStation will most likely have everything that's coming to Xbox. So. Food for thought. Let's let's just leave it at that. But slow mo, great show, man. Really appreciate you. Great job on the first half on the show. Amazing um, input on this last topic. I appreciate you. Uh, please let everybody know where they can find you, what you got going on, and um, when you're going to make a video telling us about all the cool things that you got going on. Uh, videos coming soon. I'm not going to give a date on it because you y'all know how I am. I get distracted. I don't know if I got ADHD or something. I don't know. I get. I, I try. I'm trying. I'm trying. So, videos are coming soon. I'm still working on some of the ones I, I mentioned earlier um, in in previous of uh, episodes, as well as some other ones that I, I have I've thought of of putting in the the working on. So, 
look forward to seeing them soon. And uh, well, I will say this for certain: tomorrow, Final Fantasy VII um, remake stream. Um, as we're we're getting into the ending of that game, uh, will be tomorrow on this channel, the DPS Podcast channel. So come check that out. And uh, hope you guys enjoy your games. Have a great weekend. Absolutely. And just to let you guys know, Xbox might be changing, but DPS ain't. We're going to still be the same dudes that's going to come in here and make fun of Anonymous for trying to make fun of us about Xbox. And we're going to still make fun of everybody else that's in our chat about the things that they talk about. And we still going to give y'all that smoke if y'all say something stupid. But we love you. And we're going to treat y'all the same way that y'all treat us with love and respect and be fair about everything because we are a community and we appreciate everything you guys do for us. It's amazing. Shout out to the poll. Uh, we had 27% of the people say PlayStation for the win. 47 say, I hate the direction that Xbox is going in. And 27% mm. says, I am very indifferent to the matter. So really appreciate what you guys had to say around that but we i was told check- polls don't matter that's what oh, i was man. told oh. polls don't matter because uh uh you can't poll every single person on the planet so therefore they're irrelevant that's that's what i was told when 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 uh uh nearly forty thousand, like fifty thousand people voted at 70 percent said that <laughs> uh exclusives is why they they buy they buy consoles. Doesn't matter all those, those fifty thousand hardcore gamers. You know, all the the casual gamers um, um, just want to play with their friends. Really, right. prove it. Right? Huh? Prove what? Yeah. Oh, I got somewhere to be. I gotta. I gotta watch paint dry. They gone. <laughs> you know, it's funny. And if you haven't hit the like button, please hit the like button. And thank you. Whoever hit it, we hit 200 subscribers on this channel during the show. Really appreciate it. So if you haven't subbed to the DPS channel, this is the place that we're going to be moving the podcast over um, in the near future. Once we um, hit 500 subs on it, we're going to move everything over here. So you'll, you'll have one place to get all your DPS um, information and stuff from when it comes to like podcasts and streams and everything like that. So if you haven't hit the like button, hit the sub button on it and, um, we will see you guys next week for episode. Oh, you know what? I almost forgot. Uh, shout out to Texas, Corey Hale, your boy Roy, FTW, Donnell Brown, Brat Basement Radio Arcade Podcast, Ramon Terrell, Hargi Chani, Slowo Backsess, DJ Oris, and that guy Smitty. Uh, those are our channel members. Uh, we really appreciate um all the love that you guys give us on that. And I'm probably going to do like a community poll one of these days on the DPS channel and ask you guys how you guys want to be immortalized on DPS, because we won't be able to move the channel members over to this channel because YouTube just doesn't work that way. I'm I'm thinking of like in the background, maybe during the, um, the effect that's going on in the background, just having, the people that subscribe to both our channels and having their names like scroll as like ever living, you know, background noise inside of the videos. Uh, that would be a good way. So you can always see your name in the background and you'll be like a grandfathered in, you know, supporter and something like that, just to show love to you. But we'll put out a poll, uh, asking you guys some ideas on what you guys think we can do to, you know, immortalize you guys with DPS when we decide to make that change over, uh, fully. Uh, do you have yours up slow-mo? Yeah, um, shout out to Texas, 
your boy Roy Star, that's a Cero, FTW, Corey Hill, Donnell Brown, J0387, Enrique Hargishini, Ramon Terrell, Homie One Kenobi, Game Enforcer, and that guy Smitty. Uh, awesome. Appreciate you guys. We will get up out of here. It's late. Yep. It's We've late. been going on for a while. Um, enjoy, Not- as, as we said before, enjoy your games. Uh, have a great weekend. Yep. And uh, peace. Peace, guys. Appreciate y'all.